Um, I guess since I all I work with kids, the kids are always kind of like funny. You know, they 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 have some of the most funniest scenarios, whether they forget to uh, go on mute or they forget to go ahead and um, turn on their camera or when they're lying and they're like, oh, my camera doesn't work. That happened today. Mr. Stewart, my camera doesn't work. And then they forgot five seconds later. And then all I see is this. And I'm like, hello, how are you? How, I'm so excited for you to go ahead and join us today. And then they froze. But I'm like, I hear the TV in the background. You're not frozen you're not frozen and then they go out so you know it, it, it's the kids story it's the kids stories and then one of my kids forgot he was on mute and called me a uh, stinky butt so that was funny she's like you're always telling me what I have to do making me come to school and sit in a chair and listen you know what you're a stinky butt and I just sat there and listened and I was like great awesome you weren't on mute <laughs> now I need you to go ahead and do <laughs> all around he's sitting in a Jurassic Park drawers calling me a stinky butt <laughs> he has a little box of pants uh, little tidy whities on I'm like for real this is what we're doing this is my <laughs> life the life and times of an educator oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Belmars do you have anything else do you want to share well, nothing much except one of my black cokers and I we sat in solidarity because he noticed I had my hair twisted up when I came in on Saturday like oh I see you trying to retain length and then we talked for a good five minutes about natural hair care he's like oh yeah my sister told me the LOC method and that she was pledging aka and she had to go get a silk press done I'm thinking you know what a silk press is you know what locks are I'm thinking okay I see you all right um, as a black Greek, not to discredit her, but you know, pledge, aka that's a three day process. Girl, you signed up. Okay. <laughs> oh, gracious. That's P PTSD from Black Greek life. <laughs> <laughs> she had flashbacks. She was like, oh. <laughs> oh, I don't really have anything to share this week. My parents keep pretending like they want me back at the house, but I know they're lying. Like they, a whole bunch of our family members, like birthdays are in like February, like the first couple days. And so we've been caught, it's the same family. Like I kid you not, like three fourths of them were born in February. And like half of those three fourths were born in like the first seven days of February. And so we've been calling that family like all week singing happy birthday and crap. And like, my aunt was like oh I thought you were in the house with your parents and I'm like I don't live with my parents any longer <laughs> and my mom is my mom now I expected this from my dad but my mom is gonna say no she doesn't want to visit us anymore right and I was just kind of like Heffa you <laughs> you were the one who wanted me to move out <laughs> what kind of messed up stuff is that you don't visit when you push you just and they just see me two weeks ago. I'm like you just saw me two weeks ago and I'm gonna see them next week because I have to go back down there for for something like we they need me to do something so I was like oh, okay I'll be I'm off on Friday so I was like okay I'm coming down on Friday I'll see you now. and but yet and still they get on the phone and they do this shit and I'm just like what is it <laughs> what is it oh I can't stand these people anyway Welcome back to Confrontational Millennials. 
Kelly. And I'm Bill Mars. And also joining us is our is my older millennial sister, Stewie. Yay. Woo, woo. Yeah, for the millennials, it's always a bad thing at work because I'm always like the youngest, but now it's like a good thing. Yes. <laughs> millennials. Um, so we have Stewie here today because she's a history buff. And so she's going to, in honor of Black history, she's going to give us all of the facts. Um, but first, we're going to start with some good news and some bad news. Um, Belmars, do you have anything this week that you want to rant about? Or Well, I guess it's kind of ranting about. I feel sorry for some of my siblings um, whose birthday falls always falls on a holiday like today's our, our little brother's birthday his birthday is the same day it's a super bowl when we're recording this and then of course Stewie's birthday falls on mardi gras and mine's always falls either on spring break so i guess it's kind of ranting just a small little thing inconvenience like it's my birthday but i have to share with a bunch of people that's right that's annoying <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I have to share it with Fourth of July weekend. I understand. <laughs> My birthday. Um, Stewie, do you have any good news or bad news from the week that you want to rant about? <laughs> R.I.P. to Mardi Gras 2021. Friday is supposed to be the day. Like, who would have thought we've been in house lockdown for like a year? We were always talking about, oh, when it gets better, when this gets better. We were supposed to go to Zulu Ball this year. Yeah, we were supposed to be at parades, and instead, we're gonna be at home. Same thing with the rodeo, which also Excuse is now canceled now here in Texas. <laughs> I'm not surprised, but also it's because you hoes. I still never got to see Lizzo. Yeah, no, that's upsetting. I understand. I would have liked to see Lizzo as well. I love, she's a flautist and she raps while she's a flautist. Who doesn't want to see that? Ugh. And twerks too. So that takes a lot of endurance. That's right. That's right. Don't y'all have a bad word for Lizzo, but yes, we are being punished now because the rest of you hosts couldn't stay inside. I hope you, I hope you understand that. It's your or fault. Or wear mask. Yeah. You could just wear your mask. We would. You're nice. I'm like, bitch. I hope you get all the COVID. I hope you get reaffected. <laughs> oh my gosh. Speaking of speaking of Mardi Gras, they uh, Stewie was telling me before we got on that they shut down, and I had seen this that they had shut down uh, Bourbon um, because nobody knows how to act over there. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to party um, before Mardi Gras is just kind of like, bruh. <laughs> It's been canceled. I need y'all to just y'all are making the South look even worse than we already look. Let me let me make something clear to y'all. Everyone knows that the South is literally the dumbest part of the country. Okay, from like <laughs> from like arguably Arizona to Florida, that whole entire strip. Everybody's like, we can't stand y'all. <laughs> Bible Belt. <laughs> That's right, the fucking Bible Belt. They're like, if y'all would just mind your own goddamn business and stay in the house. But no, but no. So that yeah, we care about God, guns, barbecue, and football, not all in that order. <laughs> oh my God. 
so yes this is y'all are the reason Mo- I, th- I feel like it's mostly the south because i i think what uh texas and oops oh no sweet lost stewie come back <laughs> i feel like texas and georgia are a hot spot right yeah, Texas, Florida, I think Georgia are like hotspots, which is ironic because Georgia, like in Atlanta, Georgia, they have the CDC. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I have. I think, hold on. I think both of your, okay, there we go. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is the joys of living in an older city. Yes, the joys of New, uh, New Orleans internet, because uh, we don't have fiber optic, because we don't have competition, so I'm stuck with Cox and Cox. Yeah, <laughs> Screw my $287 I pay for the internet package. <laughs> We're going to go out. Listen, uh, listen, every time I have to go to Louisiana, I'm like, when are we leaving? I cannot do work here. <laughs> Cultured has daiquiris and po'boys. Yeah, they have. I just get reliable internet. Yeah, that's. I mean, like, listen, I'm not gonna knock the fact that I can literally drive through and get a daiquiri and then drive off. But like, I'm. I'm also. I'm also not gonna make excuses for the fact that y'all have piss poor internet in Louisiana. I went there for like a week. Uh, to to where did I go? Baton Rouge. I went to Baton Rouge for a week. And I had to work while I was there. And I was like, this is awful. When are we leaving? <laughs> about to say, you know, Baton Rouge and New Orleans, that's like the stars. It just goes downhill from there. Lord. Oh, like my God. Outside New Orleans. God does not love us here. The internet gods. Again, last year, you guys would hit like three different hurricanes been rough oh guess what i just got uh they just now opened up fema food stamps disaster food stamps for the storm just now (laughs) yes god damn do better the south that's all i have to say in summation do better um i think the one win for the south is that people are calling on marjorie green's removal from office i think that's what i read yeah, I mean, right now, I think in the Republican Party, there's a giant civil war that's going on mm-hmm. between, I guess, do we want to be the MAGA Q party or do we want to be a more traditional conservative party and just stand against Democrats? Because Why is really- that a question, though? Let's talk about that. <laughs> Why is that a fucking question? Would we rather be terrorists or functioning people? <laughs> That's basically what you said. I mean, do you want to believe in giant Jewish space lasers? I mean, is that a bad thing? It makes me want to convert and thinking I need a space laser for my people. I mean, as black people, we could we could do something else. We could make it better instead of a, a giant space laser. Uh, we can- I mean, we can. I mean, your gender reveal party will be fire. True. <laughs> The last gender reveal party that was fire lit a whole forest on fire. <laughs> oh God. Um. <laughs> but the sad, the sad thing about that whole entire thing is it's not really even a debate. They just have to decide, do you want your racism ultra overt or do you want to be like the Democratic Party and be subtle? Because realistically, even though like people are calling for a resignation, motherfuckers don't get reelected. Crazy Georgians love her. That's her type. 
They probably like have pig farms and shit. Yeah. And wear LL Bean on the weekend, <laughs> but have a black friend that they employ. One. And that's their best friend. Yeah, my best friend, my worker named Chris, I am not fucking racist. I have a good friend at Starbucks and he, we say hi and that's my best friend. Yeah. And we do CrossFit together because you know she's crazy that she does CrossFit. It's like Scientology. Hold on, no, hold on, you're going too far. Like they, they're not going to go in close proximity with black people like that. Like no, they stop at the grocery store, maybe the bank. They might have a maid that's black. That's probably it. Her <laughs> dog walker. Yeah, dog walker. My dog's black. I'm not fucking racist. Look at Blake. Blake is fucking dark black. Not racist. And they'll be all like, the dog's name is Blackie. (laughs) Or my friend's cousin's wife is dated a half black woman, so therefore I can't be racist. Mm, God, and the half black woman will have denied her black half. Well, I think for Black History Month, um, we can probably talk about bigger issues because it's just the same. It's like slavery happened and then MLK had a dream and then Obama got elected and there's no more racism. That's pretty much the timeline of white people's is. Even though you have to go ahead and break it down. It's like, okay, yes, Obama got elected, but his like blackness does not come out of like American slavery. When you like look at like black lineage, Shit, it's fucking depressing. Shit's still fucked up. It is. I mean, we can just dive right into that. I'm sorry, y'all. We didn't know segue. This segment now is, is the main topic. We're going to ask Stewie all the questions about Black history. All right. So, I mean, we can go into that. Um, we had questions planned out, but honestly, I'm not trying to be structured. Like, I just want a good conversation. So, um, I mean tell us about like um tell us i mean expand on that point because i'm interested to hear what you have to say about that (laughs) so it's one of those things where you have to kind of realize some of it is tied to u.s policy some of it is just tied to just fucked up america so it's like okay yes we have obama yes we have kamala Mm -hmm. but they don't have the same lineage as like black descendants of American slavery. Just like you can pass on privilege, you can pass on disadvantage. And what America has decided was, okay, we fucked over black people all this, all these years, 1968, boom, MLK gets shot. Do you know what they start to do? That's when they start to change immigration laws. Instead of just saying, hey, we're gonna go ahead and deal with this fucking problem. We're just gonna import high educated, high class black people from Africa and the Caribbean to kind of mask the failure of what we did with black Native Americans, well, black natives. Mm -hmm. So now you have a situation where you're not really asking the question. So you're seeing people and you're like, oh, they're black. Yes, they are black, but they're not like black Americans. So you can't go from Frederick Douglass, MLK, and then jump to Obama. That's a different type of blackness. And it's like only in America do we kind of conflate the shit. You go to Britain, they kind of piece it out a little bit more where they're like okay this is black caribbean this is black african these are black brits Mm -hmm. in america we're like nah fuck it we're just gonna do it all in one um and it's kind of fucking sad because when you look at the data on every fucking matrix black like natives are fucked up so it's like okay yes you have an obama his dad was kenyan high class kenyan and went to harvard Mm -hmm. no matter how many good jobs are like people have 
motherfuckers aren't working at Harvard. Like they had to go fight to go to school and shit. Like <laughs> primary school. Call it oogie boogie nigger. Like <laughs> they weren't going to Harvard. <laughs> they be so it's, it's just different. And then not only that, because he was Kenyan, he was able to get a white woman from Hawaii. Hmm. Our people couldn't even look at a white woman, and our people are from the South. Like, no, they got lynched for that. Like, yeah. uh-uh, that wasn't gonna happen. And even with Kamala's parents, okay, yes, Jamaican, and that's that's the only other pet peeve. Like, Jamaicans have their own ethnicity. He's not like Black Jamaican. Ja- Jamaicans, they have a lot of mixes with that. So it's like, okay, yes, Jamaican, yes, has Black in him, but he went to Stanford and was a Stanford professor. Mm-hmm. Our, the same time now here's the crazy thing about that Stanford situation the same time that the like they were sitting out the National Guard to go ahead and shut down student protests with mm-hmm. the Black Panthers on Stanford's campus so it's like you know why 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 people are kind of crazy when it talks kind of uh, not really kind of making amends to like Black Americans they'll go ahead and import Black Americans to kind of have that Black face Black high uh, face in a high place Instead of actually saying, hey, this is the fucking work we need to do. They're like, nah, we are not going to do it. We're just going to get a token and put them out here. See, we got somebody black. Where maybe if you would have had somebody from America at that time, like even when you're looking at Kamala's dad, okay, you have Huey P. Newton. He's highly educated. He has a PhD. Mm-hmm. You think they would have had him at Stanford? Hell no. You know, the American government probably would have shot him. He would have died instead of like being kind of compromised. So like, it's just different. That's the only thing that's kind of like depressing. Like, yes, you like to see progress. You like to see diversity within your offices. But on another hand, when you're actually breaking down lineage, it's like, Mm -hmm. damn, what do you have to do to like achieve high office office like that? What do you have to do to kind of own means of production in America? Because Mm -hmm. realistically, the conversation people don't want to have is at the end of the day, we did built this country there was no america until black people built this shit that's right it's like what do we get out of it a high five mlk day even though they killed him and they hated him but no. actually mlk day is not on his actual birthday yeah that's true and depending on your state we don't celebrate that shit that's jefferson <laughs> i mean day. that's that's a good point and like we don't even get a lot of people don't even get off that day like yeah, I, I don't, don't get off that day it sucks and Belmars doesn't get off the what? day. My company, I know, right? <laughs> and then, like, I mean, like, my company just gave us MLK this year. Like, they had <laughs> never done it before. But because, like, George Floyd was shot last year, they were like, we gotta pacify the Negroes. Give them a day. <laughs> well, I guess my job's like, fuck them Negroes. Like, yeah. Well, you know your job. You, you know your job. That they're they're just like. <laughs> colored <laughs> like they don't call you negroes <laughs> call it a girl Come well it's all a bunch of immigrants a lot of people like first generation americans just now became u.s citizens so they're like from india nepal iran so the first time in america so many times they like stop and explain to them like oh belmar you cut your hair so no i just took my twist out and thinking but your hair was long and it's short. Did you cut it? It but, actually grew. But that's not Fuck even an immigration car like problem. Like people will do black men will do that <laughs> shit sometimes. I remember every time I washed my hair in college and like it would still be wet, so it would be like down here, or whatever. Like they'd be like, Did did you 
what happened to your hair? <laughs> I'll just be I'm like, to say, you know, they might, they know. Oh no. Uh-oh. Ever seen real hair? You know, they mama probably had that shit. <laughs> oh my god you just stop yeah but no like they're just like what the hell is it and i'm just like it's water like i put water in it that's what happened i put water oh gosh so oh, on the see, on the see, that's the black that's the black people hair they did uh listen um well on the amendment conversation like so uh like the amends that you america needs to make two black people like what to, what does that look like to you as far as reparations people have been spitting it around spitballing it all no, but here the thing that is crazy is people throw out that word and they make it seem like research isn't done no if you uh sandy darity is right out of duke university he wrote a book on it he's the economist professor studies the shit you have Derek hamilton who's um not really millennial but generation x so you know in academia that's like yay young people (laughs) um he he studies the stuff so there's ways to do it it's just that what people have to realize is number one racism and just like kind of fucking over black people and making the caste system that we have still goes on today so all those years of fuckery, you just can't get rid of it with like one day or 10, even 10 years. Like you, you can't think of it like an injury. You can go ahead and break your arm. That takes a minute. It takes so long for the arm to go ahead and heal. So a lot of the stuff is just going to come down to like policy and just kind of dismantling half the crap that we have in America because it's like inherently racist. Like we can't, you can't reform police systems. Why? Because policing in America literally came from slave patrols. Can't do that. So you're, you're going to have to get rid of whole entire industries, whether it's the bail system, when you're looking at housing. Um, yes, you can go ahead and have some monetary program, but like even when they're doing like the block grants, they don't really specify it for Black people. When you're doing affirmative action, the biggest like beneficiary are white women. So you're really just going to have to burn a lot of this shit to the ground, have a combination of programs, have a combination of money. Because ultimately too, like, okay, you can have these programs, but how are we going to go ahead and create wealth? The wealth was stolen. Mm -hmm. So somebody's going to have to come up off this money. You can go ahead, give money to the slave masters who stole this shit and then continue to do fuckery. Because that's the only thing that was amazing to me about the US Capitol thing is people talk about, we never had riots like this. Yes, we did all throughout the stuff. Like white people be like, nah, fuck this shit. I don't even know that much about history. And I was like, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> even when we try to do simple stuff, like, you know, I'm gonna send my little black child to school. Fuck no. We're gonna come up to that bitch with guns. So it's like a lot of stuff that they're gonna have to go ahead and make investments in. I mean, we can do it. We send money to like foreign government agencies. We fuck over other countries. So it's just... A time for us to go ahead and look internally and i say basically they need to treat us like a white woman with a fucking cat in a fur coat that's how that shit needs to go mm-hmm. so you yes, need to these are white her. women tears <laughs> i feel why sad and oppressed why well, didn't know exactly what she meant just by that description <laughs> you know when you have a white woman with a coat a fur coat and a fucking cat she don't get touched she don't get nothing she's like get your hands off me bigger <laughs> like that's how that shit needs to be that's we right. need to be like fucking unicorns in this shit protected mm-hmm. yes because i remember there was a tweet on black twitter that said every time black people vote white people want to start a civil war no i mean they they rigged the system so i mean they because even look at 
look in the south most black people whether people like it or not like most black people live in the south and like look at our congressional representation like our senators by far are batshit fucking crazy all across the south <laughs> like y'all have ted cruz in texas i got kennedy who even after all that crap happened they're like no nah, fuck certifying the election it's it's a fake we're not yeah and here's ted cruz trying to start beef with aoc thinking you're trying to stop us from from we need to cut tax you're trying to raise our taxes you're trying to hurt the american people if you don't give a fuck about american people and then Rand paul of kentucky saying you're hurting black teenagers and i'm pretty sure he doesn't care about black teenagers Not i mean i understand why this guy's ass got beat now Dude. yeah and then they try to go ahead and throw them in that con black people uh bi well bi cop where they're like okay well we're gonna do this stuff for black people that's the only other thing that kind of I think in order for us to even get to the reparation, like like this is what we're going to do and there's studies on it. They just have to fucking pull the shit up. Mm-hmm. Um, we really have to go ahead and have honest conversations about what it means to be black in America. Motherfuckers always want to try to co-opt it. Oh, people of color. Nah, motherfucker. It's black people getting worse of it. When they're like talking about COVID rates, when they're talking about prison rates, mm-hmm. when they're talking about schools, like all that negative bad shit, they want to be like, oh, people of color. Nah, nigga. No, no. It's, it's black people it's the niggas like this not all people of color is is an imaginary term and not all people are kind of treated the same like even when i was uh talking to when i was in can uh kansas they had a um, native college there which is like a hbcu but mm-hmm. for natives but they get to go there for free which is like what the fuck so that's one thing they can do in reparations. If you're a black native person, we should be able to go to HBCU for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No tuition. Whether it's law school, med school, whatever we want to do for free. Um, and have room and board like covered because that's what they do with the tribal colleges. But one of the things that was amazing to me is like they talk about tra- uh, trail of tears, trail of tears, trail of tears. They forgot that no matter how fucked up they got treated by the American government, they took their slaves with them and made black people walk that same goddamn trail. <laughs> so it's like, That's a good point. name something yeah. fucked up. Black, especially in America, black people were there. But we don't get any like recognition for it. It's like we're the yeah. doormat, we're the entryway. When they talk yeah. about that, uh, what America being that melting pot, it's like, no, well, we're the wood that makes this shit keep on going. So we have to have honest conversations. In my opinion, I think America is not really a melting pot. I think it's more of a salad mm-hmm. where it's like each one of the parts still remain their specific ingredient. Like if you put a tomato in a salad and lettuce in the salad, the tomato is still a, a tomato in the salad and the lettuce is still lettuce. We're just together in a salad. Shit, we're the bowl of the salad. We ain't even in the damn salad. We just hold this shit together. We hold everything together. I would also say we're probably the 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 salad dressing because we make the shit taste good. <laughs> no flavor without us okay yeah so, and oh no go oh, ahead. yeah i was about to ask about the 1619 project because i know during like trump's term uh believe representative tim cotton of arkansas said we shouldn't be teaching the 1619 project by the new york times because they said how a lot of things in american history are seen as racist like how a bit uh city is built and like where uh centennial park i think in new york is also built is that like okay it was built on the blacks of black people and that even though white people didn't believe that all men are created equal black people did and they try to work towards that so shouldn't that be taught more in schools 
versus seven. I feel I feel it's not happening anyways. Because think about like when we went to school. Because you know we all went to high school in Texas. Yeah, they don't even talk about the like even on a small minuscule scale. They don't even talk about the uh, contribution of like black people in Texas. It's like okay, the Spanish came, then we were Mexico, then we were Texas, then America. And it's like, damn, we're black people, especially, especially considered that we went to school literally less than an hour away from the Emancipation Proclamation. Like, how the fuck do you not talk about that? Or Juneteenth, because it's never really celebrated, because I remember last year I decided, you know what, I'm going to try and celebrate Juneteenth. And it's the first time my adult life they celebrated Juneteenth. And I'd explain to a lot of my coworkers, like, wait, what is Juneteenth? And it started here, there. That's why I'm like, this, like, you're getting mad because we're starting to have honest conversations. You got to get over yourself. Like, fairy tale time is over. So do you, do you teach, like, I guess, I mean, y'all have an agenda, though. Like, there, there's only so much you could, but do you, do you feel like you are not allowed to like teach the way that you want to teach? Well, um, I, I think with just education in general, it, most states have some type of curriculum that you have to adhere to, but there's always space for supplemental materials and there's always space for you to go ahead and give context. So for example, uh, when I taught, uh, what is it? seventh grade, one of the books we had to read was about Jamestown. So I would never allow my kids in my class to say Indians. It's not Indians. You could say indigenous, you could say Native Americans. So that's simple things that a teacher has to do. But 80, what, 82% of all teachers are white women. They don't want to do the work. Um, And even the unit that I'm teaching right now um, with my fourth graders, it's about the American Revolution and the Boston Tea Party. Black people were there. Crispus Attucks got shot. That was the start of the American Revolution. Um, So I try to go ahead and bring in those outside resources, too, to let them know that, like, nah, when we talk about Black people being here from the beginning, Black people were here from the beginning. And I think that's not only important for Black children to know, but the other kids um, in my class. So even though we're doing literature, they have a full scope of literature. Um, And even before I started talking about historical context, um, one of the books that I taught, because I teach ELA. Mm -hmm. um, So one of the books that I bought uh, taught, dealt with poetry. I made it a point, and I know it kind of sounds messed up. I made it a point to bring outside poems. I'm like, yes, I have my state curriculum, but I made it a point to have uh, outside sources that focus on Black perspectives, women Mm -hmm. perspectives. Um, We read a whole entire book on Latin American and Spanish um, language uh, poetry that were like was already translated so I made it a point to bring out resources that did not that went beyond the typical white male American perspective just so the kids can kind of a see themselves and then b be exposed to other things because I don't you know it, it's just one of the things that's what you have to do as a teacher so yes you do have that like you know ambient tied thing but it's really up to you to go ahead and make it work for your kids and it's and that's the only other thing that sometimes with other black educators, sometimes I gotta kind of push back. You just can't only have that black lens. You have to expose them to just mm-hmm. the diversity that is America. So I could have just stayed with black poets, but no, they have to be ex- exposed to other things. Right. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I mean, because I mean, just out of the three of us here, like uh, Belmars and I went to the same school, obviously, and we we're in the same grade. But I can yeah. tell you right now, I wasn't introduced to any non-white male dead men like (laughs) and Shakespeare college yeah like until college and that was when I went 
into literally like I went into a literal class that was for black literature and then like and that was a major like obviously because I, I majored in in creative writing but I think I feel like we didn't introduce Dewey properly like we've been talking this whole time and I was like did we even say like where she went to school like oh. what she does a job like <laughs> 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 you want to just do that really quick right now like you can <laughs> okay so um so uh well I went to undergraduate I started my undergraduate uh journey at Diller University I got my degree in sorority life um with Sigma Gamma Rho E Ipsor. um did not graduate from Dill uh Dillard wound up transferring to pr- from LSU uh, graduated with the degree at LSU in history, in Southern history, was a McNair scholar, and I was the only Black person that year to graduate with a degree in history, which mm-hmm. sometimes I don't really talk about, but you know, every now and then when you walk into a white space, you're always like, where did you go to school? LSU. Oh, you went to the, no, no, I went to the, the one on TV. General studies? No, I graduated actually with honors at LSU. Yeah, it happens. Negroes are allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Then after that, uh, went uh, for my master's at the University of Mississippi, uh, higher education, student affairs. That was an experience. Oh my God. I think I got my PhD in white, white tears and white fuckery there. <laughs> um, and then afterwards, uh, I went to K through 12. I've been teaching at Title I schools. Uh, well, I taught at one Title I school that was um, majority Hispanic. And then the school I'm at right now is one of the top schools in the state of Louisiana and that's majority black. Um, so it's just, that's my little kind of journey. Did not know I was going to be a teacher, but it kind of happened that way. Where's the girl? I do this. Kids like it. Um, but it's kind of funny that you guys mentioned that, um, because I, I look at Lamarck. That's where I went to school. I was in the honors program at Lamarck and granted Lamarck got taken over because of academic performance, but the English teacher I had said, fuck the state curriculum. Cause all the books we read <laughs> were like. <laughs> Toni Morrison and Othello like if it didn't have a black person in it she wasn't reading it except Scarlet Letter she made us read that because uh she she had personal issues where her husband left her (laughs) we gonna talk about we gonna talk about how we're today okay (laughs) (laughs) she's a hoe okay (laughs) I know it made us look at her like are you okay (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) No, that's great. Yeah, no, we, well, I mean, even though like, I, I guess Belmars, the school that Belmars and I went to was a pretty diverse, but I mean, it still was the teachers were majority white. Yeah. yeah and it was kind of segregated because, you know, very few, I guess, students of color were in like the advanced classes. So probably just me and like one over black girl and the other black girl I know her dad used to be, an, was an astronaut, uh, the one that exploded and every year, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a shame with like a lot of Texas schools because even though I started at Lamarck, I didn't end up at Lamarck. But most of my honors classes, even in college, when I took like uh honor seminars and stuff like that at LSU, I was you're you're literally the only black people in there, like black person in there. And it's like, come on, this is not because of the ability. There are plenty of other black people, there's plenty of other Hispanic people, there's Asian people that could be in this goddamn class, but it's like, nah, you are diversity. <laughs> Yeah, and especially at my college, the one I went to with UHCL, they kind of like, I guess, import a lot of their diversity, like, you know, from Africa, met a lot of Nigerians. I mean, I learned about y'all wife and the different tribes of uh, Nigeria. So that was an experience. 
Really? It does make you- that happened to me with Nigerian men was they kept trying to ask me out. Oh, um, they asked me out. And then, I mean, I dated one for a while. He's engaged now. Wish I told uh, fuck boy. <laughs> fuck boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. A Nigerian fuck boy. Met fuck boys all across the rainbow. That's right. And then they try to, yeah. When, when I found out what that word, a kata meant, when they used to call black people a kata, I was like, motherfucker. Ooh, yeah. yeah and then when I went to TSU it's like a different breed of like black people where they don't like Americans because I remember they coming up like oh where you're from your English is too good I mean your English is too good to be American I'm thinking okay because Americans yeah, they, are lazy and they don't work and it was different when I went to like TSU like predominantly black school and then went to UATL or predominantly white institution it's kind of like the breed's different it, that's that's one of the conversations that when people push the HBCU talk that we don't want to have. That HBCUs have their own problems. Yeah. A, I mean, I, I made straight A's at Dillard. I pledged at Dillard. But at the same time, there was so much fuckery with just respectability politics. And like, you know, our mom had her issues. I didn't have a dad. I had a kid in college. Like, they're respectable issues. Like, I've I actually had a better time at LSU being a predominantly white institution than I did at Dillard. And I was very involved at Dillard. Like I was in PhD president. So it's not like I wasn't plugged in, but like the disrespect that I would have from like professors or even just not really professors, but like program people, those old black ladies that have respectability politics. People talk yeah. about, oh, I can't give you information on law school because you got a baby and we don't have babies in college. What? That's a that's a good like segue to a topic. Do you feel like racism is upheld more by like white people or maybe other people of color, or do you feel like uh, black people in other maybe like black cultures help to like you know uphold yeah. this standard? I guess the stereotypes. Yeah, I I think that like like first we have to look at like even just white supremacy. White supremacy is the system. It can't work with only white people. We have to have black people in it. And mm -hmm. I think that a lot of times it's very easy for us to just pick the overtness where we don't do internal kind of looking at where we are to see how black people are complicit. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, and that's one of the discussions that we have to go ahead and have. Cause I know even, even as an educator, even when I was working at the university of Mississippi, so many resources go to like the child that has outbursts, right? Right. But what about the black kids that meet expectations? What about the black kids that are academically superior to their peers? Mm -hmm. What do you do for them? It's like, and even, uh, I know it's kind of crazy when you went to TSU, I remember going on a visit there. They're like, oh, we take people in that don't meet the grades and don't, what about if you do meet the grades? And you like, what is, what's in it for you? Like you're gonna be in the class with people that aren't academically on your grade level. It's not to say that you look down on them, but at the same time, you have to have some type of standard. Like, what do you do? Is your mission really just to go ahead and get Black kids that aren't academically up to par? In that case, where the fuck are you supposed to go? Yeah, yeah. That's some of the conversations people don't want to necessarily have. Like, when you have even respectability politics. Yes, we hear that, like, Black males are, you know, statistically, they're getting fucked over by America. But what about that kind of disrespect that some black males kind of inherit where they try to go ahead and exert patriarchy on you and they can't really do it like what about that what about like the black female standards i know y'all you probably saw it at hbcu more that respectability politics shit look at how yeah. they go to class yeah. when, you're, when you're at your uh, pwi people show up in pajamas sweatpants 
running shorts used to be the LSU uniform, running shorts and big sweatshirts. <laughs> yeah, because I even know I remember when I was going to college and my father thinking you should probably dress more as a college student because I remember I was wearing I wasn't wearing anything provocative. I think it was probably just like either like leggings or like a dress and he thought it was too much. I'm thinking I saw people wearing like those booty Nike shorts that are extra flowy just coming in and it was summertime. So I guess kind of like that respectability, like, okay, if you're coming to the white space, you probably have to be twice as good. So I'm just thinking it's kind of like, okay, they're probably harder on us because, you know, society is not going to be as nice to us being black people. Or is it kind of like more like internalized racism that we kind of entitle into ourselves? I think I think it's uh, just trying to, I wouldn't say internalize, it's a part of internalized racism, but I would probably might be put it on there's a segment of Black America that wants to replicate p- power structures that white America has on Black people. You know, we don't have time. Because to even when you talk about the going to HBCUs, it's like a fashion show. You're trying to replicate white success, mm-hmm. but you're not even giving the kids tools because one of the biggest things, and this is even what I saw when I was doing uh, job interviews, because I used to be, you know, when I was at the University of Mississippi, I was the diversity on every hiring committee. <laughs> People didn't know about code switching but you know how to dress i feel this like a, a life skill that a black person has to learn like you have to learn how to speak standard english at some point especially in a professional yeah, you can switch between aave and then just like thinking hello how are you i am belmar thinking sup bitches and people don't want to admit that like okay you're trying to replicate the power structures but you have to have honest conversations that's not a white thing because white people, when they have their little groups, the people that don't speak standard English, they don't get a seat at the table. Go to Appalachia. They have an accent like a motherfucker. That's true. Or even like in Louisiana, those Cajuns, oh my God. Girl, <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to me about Cajuns now. Um. <laughs> I'm never, I'm like, what the fuck? Because you do the day and the guy, what? <laughs> You're going to be here forever. I'm like Elmer. I kind of hear it now at this point. Like I'll be like, "Oh yeah, sure, okay." (laughs) (laughs) I I heard you. Okay. Yeah. No, that's. I mean, and it's. I think I don't know if we can entirely place it. So I feel like the follow-up question I would have to ask is like, what work do we need to be doing? As you know, as the generation that's coming up or is either going to be parents or our parents now like what work do we need to be doing for our kids to make sure we don't replicate this because I mean Belmars that situation you had with your dad I've had that with my mom every time I walked out the goddamn door what is that what is that <laughs> what are you wearing go change <laughs> that is a, it's just it's a it's a I think it's ingrained so like what what do you what do you feel like we have to be doing in order to not like replicate this sort of behavior I think the biggest thing is maybe shifting our mindset. Like if we're going to go ahead, if we, you only have like 24 hours in a day, right? Right. Instead of stretching my, uh, stressing, I don't know, you know, Munchie, Munchie has very creative clothes choices. Sometimes it is literally what the fuck. Like, do I buy clothes for you? Why you got summer, winter, fall all in one goddamn outfit? What I say? Yes, Munchie. <laughs> Like, I love my there are some days like she tried to trust herself I'm like where the fuck are we going but I think um that kind of falls into like that prioritization uh pri- pr- 
prioritizing really that's what it comes down to I read instead of focusing all this time on my child keeping up with appearances I rather go ahead and teach her about politics and how to keep your politicians um accountable for what you vote for I think not only just black people but I think that's like a skill that like a lot of people need to have like no motherfucker you work for us you don't do what we want you to do when you're in office you go bye-bye and in some states we can hold a referendum and get you out of office and just fucking replace you in the middle of your term. Um, so I think that's probably like a more important skill is just not necessarily focusing, like granted, I know there's a lot of issues in America, but I think that's just like the big one in general is just making sure that we provide people with a political ed education, even even though they might not necessarily be our kid, but even our peers. It's amazing like how many people don't know their congressional representation. They don't know their DA. They don't know like the people that actually implement policy on a day-to-day -day basis on their life. And then all this fucked up shit happens and you're like, well, you need to, you need to know this shit. And then you need to know like even basic communication skills. So when they do fuck up, you know, how to send an email to their congressional office, you know where to find it on the goddamn website. Like all those kind of integral things I think are probably more important than like, how you dress like she's just going to be dressing in five seasons like there's not even five seasons but she's going <laughs> to find a way to get a fifth one but I could tell you what when her politician acts a fucking fool her mayor acts a fucking fool she knows how to either Facebook Twitter email or anything um and I think that's probably like the most important thing is just keeping your officials like accountable because mm -hmm. I feel they have too much power over our lives like god damn when you think about it from like yeah. spending to the laws they pass. It's like, damn, all we do is go to work. We can spend our little coins, but they dictate even how we spend our coins. So that's true. That's true. The taxes and everything. And sometimes I want to have multiple kids. <laughs> and be like the, the welfare rate. queen that Ronald Reagan warned about. No, can I get can I be I don't want to pay taxes anymore. Like, I don't, I want to, you know, when you go to the, you're driving down the street and you see the people with the signs and it says get $10,000 back. I want that. <laughs> I do too. I don't know how many kids I have to have, but sometimes I think about it. I'm like, let me get a good four, five. I don't know who's going to raise them. I just need some tax kids. <laughs> she said, she said, you listen, you get some tax kids and then just pass them around. Like just have a like a second be like okay this is your week to take them I'll take them the other week just we need them for the tax <laughs> just, it makes me want to go ahead and go to the works next time I go to Houston I'm gonna set up a sign near the work source mm -hmm. hello unemployed people do you need somebody to <laughs> you know claim your kids mm -hmm. I, I'm your woman I'll give you some of the money mm -hmm. I just don't want to pay taxes we can we can split this because the sign said ten thousand dollars I'll mm -hmm. give you a good four get it hey i'm all for it um <laughs> make that coin unless the irs is listening and i would never do no never a... fbi agents nra <laughs> we would never <laughs> yes cia i mean concentrate with the investigation going on what happened on january 6th that's right yeah do your job damn <laughs> <laughs> why are you listening to a podcast shit uh, <laughs> oh my gosh um <laughs> 
the completely out topic but like what is the how did black history month come about like i nobody told us about this either in school and i'm actually very curious about oh, what? carter g woodson is a historian uh he's actually see that's the only thing about like black greek life like people used to do so much and like even me being black greek i feel like we don't do shit except <laughs> shows um but he was an omega man um he tried to go ahead and uh, spread awareness because he was a trained historian, like PhD. Now, some people be like, oh, I'm a historian, but you like didn't go to school at all for it, but no. He really was a historian. So he had Black uh, Awareness Week. I turned into Black History Week. And then, you know, with the civil rights um, movement, um, that kind of got the push for Black History Month, even though it's kind of like informal. Um, because some states don't really kind of key on that. Um, and some places don't like I think Black History Month is like a mandatory thing I think in Black America like this is what we're going to do we're going to have this program it's going to be great but then you're seeing other places not really talk about about people and then you're seeing like places like Utah's making it an elective and I'm like how the hell can you opt out of Black History Month how'd I work yeah it's just M-O-K Harriet Tubman's gonna be on the 20 it's fine that's all you need to know about Black people. And then let's go back and talk about the Founding Fathers. There was a musical based on Hamilton. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> and I fucking love Hamilton, so. I love Hamilton too, but- I need, I need COVID to get the fuck out. I'm on the wait list for Hobby, Broadway across America. <laughs> Hamilton's coming. So y'all might can get some of my tickets. All right, I look forward I'm to it. For the whole entire season, I'm getting two. Get out. I like it. So I'm like, if somebody from Hobby is like listening to that, uh, no, I'm sorry. The Allen Performance Center. Look us this up. Don't you want black people? White guilt. Like, nigga. <laughs> black history. I good tickets. I don't, I can be in the mezzanine. I just want to yeah. be there. Well, actually, another thing I heard is that with like Black History Month, like you mentioned, we started out as a week because, you know, Frederick Douglass's birthday and Abraham Lincoln's birthday actually falls in the same week. Yeah, that's how uh, Carter G. Wilson kind of picked them up. But he was a big historian, too. Um, and you know, historical, being a historian, life is hard because nobody wants to read all them goddamn books. And unless you make it big with the, like a textbook or something, most people aren't going to read your work. So that's how he kind of, like before he advocated for that specific week, he was very big on kind of getting the word out on contributions to uh, that Black Americans have made. Mm-hmm. And then that's how he kind of specified that week is Abraham Lincoln and, well, no, the government halfway did that because Cardi G once it was born before MLK. So that's a misconception. I just remember that. No, he was born before MLK. Mm. Like the only picture that you'll find of him is like those little church pictures, you know, the little painted ones. Yeah. Down the flyers. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Um, yeah. And another thing I guess people want to ask about like what misconceptions that I guess a lot of people credit, like say white people or other people in America that's been done by black people. And I know we talked about this in the past, like for example, like the railroads was actually mostly built like by uh, black American slaves and not just really by Asians. Cause from what I heard, like Asians only built the ones like in California. And even, the- even with the ones in California, black people were there. It's like we were the person in the background in every picture when they try to go ahead and say Everywhere. this person got fucked over. Some of the biggest misconceptions is like just black people being there. And... Uh oh. Yeah, which a lot of 
oh, about to say University of Texas, that's their anthem, but like literally that was a black person song and the people who have been working on the railroad in the state of Texas were black. Yeah. So I think that's like the big misconception is like when we think of America, like we, we're okay. We can get like Native Americans, right? Right. And then America. Shit was wilderness. Like we literally built this shit from the roads to the buildings to the port. Like we literally built this shit. And it it wasn't just the South. We built the North too. Like we built all this shit. Yeah, no credit. None, none, none. This is why I feel like there should be more time. I I guess that's another misconception too. People always want to try to make it seem like black history. Exactly. Yeah, it's not just slavery and fighting for civil rights. I think that's another misconception is people want to, or the South. Like our impact is not just the South. Like, Mm -hmm. no, we were out West. We were in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. We did the work in the North. So I think that's one misconception. And then the biggest one, even when we talk about slavery, they just don't know how big profit, like how profitable slavery was and like, how much people were complicit and how many companies today had their start on it. And that's the only thing that, like I mentioned back with reparations, like these companies got to reinvest that money. But instead of us, we didn't get that money. And you have to look at the way that like a lot of times black wealth flows. Most of the time when you have white wealth, it goes from like grandparents, this, that, the other, right? right. Ours, it flows up. Like when we get to a certain economic point, a lot of us are expected to take care of the previous generation. So it's that kind of backward flow of money. And that really is really, really comes from like slavery. It really yes. does. So it's like, you know, that's one of the misconceptions is like people really don't know how big this shit goes. Whether it's the New York Stock Exchange that literally started off as slave trading or, and that's New York. Because people got Central Park, like, okay, Central Park. But no, your New York Stock Exchange started with slavery trading slaves uh you're talking about uh what is it uh a mutual fund company i'm thinking mm-hmm. of maybe hartford that started off with slavery brooks brothers the clothing company started off with fucking slavery selling slave clo- like slave clothes and now they want to charge somebody 200 dollars for a goddamn shirt they show black person discount we built this shit like- <laughs> now the insurance that my company used actually started out with insuring slaves like oh your slave died here's another one yeah, people don't realize slavery was possible uh and they want to talk about oh indentured servitude no Do you, like there's a book out there that's uh economics of slavery that's literally the book title mm-hmm. they have quantified how much money you got off of one slave and it's 33 percent more than what you would get paying free labor and that's just like a regular slave so that doesn't talk about like some of your carpent, like carpenters, your skilled workers. Because that's the only other thing too. People forget about that. They always want to say, well, if black people get trades, things will be better. No, we did that shit too. And then like white people were like, no, fuck you. We're gonna kick you out the trade unions. <laughs> and then we're gonna take this shit back over. Now you're not gonna do shit because like they ain't do shit. Like we built everything, like iron work, woodwork, building railroads, taking care of your children. That's why that's part of the reason why that lean in movement. I remember when I was at the University of Mississippi, they got mad at that movement. Um, me not wanting to do it because lean in. Black women always work. What are you talking about? We never had an opportunity to lean in. 
And I guess another mix, a big misconception is people think that colorism is an imported thing. Colorism did not exist when it came to like black Americans. White people were not like, no, the little light ones, you don't have to work. No, they're like, fuck it, all y'all niggas work. The one drop rule. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's a big misconception um, where you'll have some people like, oh, well, you know, you're light skinned, you wouldn't have to work. Nah, nigga, no, pretty much would still be a slave. (laughs) I mean, I was still shocked hearing about how our grandfather, a light skinned man, green eyes, picked cotton. He was born like 1939 child of a sharecropper i'm thinking god damn it's like a hop skip and a jump away from us being slaves yeah yeah i, I remember i told one of my white co-workers that at old mess and he was like i didn't know it was that close to your people like picking cotton and i'm like yeah it's not that many years y'all <laughs> i think y'all think that because like 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 a hundred years you're like a hundred years is a long time or like it's like but was it a hundred years i said and and then when you're thinking about how much like privilege got passed on there's no such thing as being black mediocre and successful that's true that's that's like if you're black mediocre shit you're selling fish plates on instagram and (laughs) t-shirts and what's that fucking tummy t-shirt where you're like it worked or even in OnlyFans if you have if you're cute enough. That's true. Yeah. And like Oh my even- God. I saw one of my fucking classmates try to do a preview for goddamn OnlyFans. And I was like, yo, daddy, what's the sheriff in Galveston County? What the <laughs> fuck? You're twerking your ass on OnlyFans. That's really black mediocrity for you. You got a whole entire baby. I'm like, didn't you braid hair? Your daughter's hair? You took a picture of that? Okay, now nah, you're shaking your ass. Hmm. OnlyFans. <laughs> But I mean, I mean, that's a good point, though. Like, even if you are like black and talented and successful, all it really takes is like I was I was watching this girl on YouTube and she she's really fun. Her name is uh, Kenya. If you want, it's it's called As Told by Kenya and she's really funny. But she was talking about how like Chloe Bailey um, has recently been attacked on Twitter like a, a lot because she's she decided to show her ass cheeks on on twitter and she wasn't like shaking it or nothing but she she was doing the silhouette challenge and she was doing the busted challenge and of course like as soon as she acknowledged that she was fly and like everybody wanted her ass it was like oh but you ain't shit so it's like as i guess especially for black women it's like as soon as you acknowledge that you're the shit it's like oh but we can knock you down a peg immediately (laughs) <laughs> like, but if you're white, you can be on heroin and <laughs> be like, pray for me. <laughs> I did a line of coke on live. Like, <laughs> get drunk. Please flicked off a police officer. And now I'm going to piss off to fucking Mexico. Because I just heard about that one, the Capitol riots. I believe he was charged with two misdemeanors. Mm-hmm. And the judge in Texas say, well, I have to go to Mexico, I think, for a work thing. And the judge say, sure, go right ahead. Hold on, I thought we're we're in jail. We're nobody wants us. Like we can travel. Yes, we're in a panoramic right now, and you just committed the crime in the U.S. Capitol. But I'm guessing she already prepaid. I mean, if you prepaid to Mexico, you should go. I mean, I thought we hate Mexicans. I'm about to say, you know why I know that uh black uh black uh people of color is a con. One of my Filipino friends that I went to school with, his sister and his brother in law. No, his sister in law and his brother were at the fucking Capitol. Love in America. 
I have like live pictures. I was like, you swear to fucking God. He's like, yeah, but they love Trump. I said, I never got that. Like, okay, people love Obama. Mm-hmm. Right. People love some Clinton. Mm-hmm. Ain't no motherfucking way. So you want me to get a ticket, get on a plane, be half naked with fucking paint and some fucking horns and shit <laughs> and fight the government? The government. The government. I mean, I love Michelle Obama, but yeah, I'm going to go take a plane ticket, take some time off of work, wear my work shirt, and say, fight the government. Four more years. Michelle Obama for president. I halfway don't like Michelle Obama right now. She (laughs) fucked up school. Look, one of the best things of being a teacher is I get free school lunch, right? Right. They took all the good shit away because of her healthy program. Fuck fuck (laughs) the health. Them kids still fat. (laughs) <laughs> motherfuckers be getting mcdonald's after school where is my pizza can i get some school octagon pizza can i get some burgers the macro like i want the good shit they trying to feed me like fucking healthy salad bitch i don't want no salad <laughs> you know they took away the snacks the snack line those cookies used to be good in grade school oh yeah they are good no like, there's no more cookies we can't sell cookies because healthy meals and healthy lives <laughs> she said i can't stand her oh my goodness hell do you know they took away the breakfast pizza too really breakfast pizza no all you get a fucking granola bar and some goddamn yogurt and an apple who (laughs) wants that (laughs) no one so then i'm about to say uh jill i know you're an educator but we need the fat people food back them kids still fat yeah, so you think you should rep the uh the fat educators more? No, fuck it. Better food. Who wants to eat that shit? I don't. Maybe. When she works community college, thinking, dear Jill Biden, get more fat people shit like some cookies. No, return. Uh, reverse the rule that Obama, uh, Michelle did, because you kids still fat. <laughs> That school lunch is not going to hurt them or the breakfast. They are still fat. Oh my gosh. Let's go back to <laughs> let's go back to the part where you were talking about um, uh, you, you mentioned that story about uh, yeah the white lady who uh, the judge approved for her to go travel to Mexico for a week after yeah. you had like two distant misdemeanors. Yeah. No, I have in mind, I was teaching, right? I have right. literally had no idea what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. but I had um you know I was everybody's black best friend because I was the only black person that a lot of people met in grad school mm-hmm. so I'm getting text after text after text go contact da 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 and I'm like okay why and they're like something's happening at the capitol first of all that's just not regular so I'm like bitch you are and so before I even turn on my TV, I'm looking at pictures of, oh, I'm scared for my sister. Da, 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 da. So I was like, oh, well, maybe something's going on because he's from North Carolina. Maybe something's going on in North Carolina. Little did I know the pictures that I was looking at was basically what the hell was happening at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. And they voluntarily left their house in North Carolina to love America. The Patriot. I mean, are they QAnon? Only see no, a couple but of they're not white. I think they're, they're Filipino. 
I think that's a good segue into another question. Like, why do you think, especially black, but why do you think people of like, like people of color choose to go Republicans, quote unquote, even though they kind of ruin their entire reputation by hiring Trump? Like, let's just, just say what it is. Yeah, because I think we have like a friend who was a Trump supporter, like she supports Trump's ideals, Filipino herself, but uh, <laughs> uh um, but she can't vote, which I thought was weird. Hold on, I'm about to send you one of the pictures because this is what he sent me. This is a screenshot, right? Of right. what he sent me of his sister. I'm about to send it to um the thing is, I think it what it is is just from our racial caste system. Like, first of all, we do have a caste system, we have to admit that. Um, people will do anything not to be associated with the bottom caste. So they're going to go ahead and jump to like the most overt shit. That's not to say that Democrats don't do their right. own shit. They, they just a little bit more sophisticated. But when it comes down to, hey, you going to come up off that power? Oh, no, you can't do that. No. Yeah, because I remember back in, when say, the 1960s, um, when Mexican-Americans were actually fighting for their chance to be identified as white, because there's more privileges to be associated with, like, white people than, you know, mm-hmm. Black people. So they went all the way to the Supreme Court, and legally, Mexican-Americans can be identified as white. I guess now we got non-Hispanic whites. And, and then, you know, the craziest thing, especially when you're looking in Houston, Houston, when they try to have their desegregation fight, the leader of LULAC was, like, fuck black people he was on the record when it talks about school uh desegregation in the city of houston he said fuck that shit i'm white that's the black man's battle mm-hmm. but we have these same lulet organizations talking about mlk i said you said mlk was a fucking traitor on the record your organization said fuck black people yeah i did send it you can send it to the okay seriously like like the screenshot from what he got my what i got with the um my facebook message oh my god and he's filipino i mean that's there was a lot i'm stupid i just assume that you'll be fighting because like i thought we already knew trump lost like i thought that was accepted i think that's where a lot of confusion comes from for a lot of you know i mean if we're gonna use this lousy term people of color like right like you're a person that he doesn't like he's told you multiple times he doesn't like you but even if you're not a person of color like i thought it was a fact for people with the brain that nigga lost yeah yeah i mean i guess they want to be considered one of the good ones and that but he lost and it also could be it also could be like a lot of uh single issue voters because i have a friend who's asian who's from hawaii Uh, i went to her when i went to saint thomas she's hardcore trump supporter but she's catholic and she's anti-abortion and trump was that so they're thinking okay you can do whatever you want as long as you stop i'm about to say she's never taught in an urban school district or been around urban black people or like poor white people that would change your stance on abortion real fast. Some people should not have kids. Fucking take that pill. That's the that's true. Nail on the head. Future like, serial killers of America. Like there's one lady that I thought she was white, and I was like, bitch, you don't need no more kids. I hope you on meth. Her kid's crazy. She's having sex with her uh, kid in the same fucking room. I said, oh, you're a shit show. You don't need no more kids. Yeah, no. you're gonna yes, future serial killer in the making. I mean, we can't do it. Well, never mind. We could do Colts because, you know, QAnon's still around. So I'm just thinking. But why? Like, hold on. If 
of all people, this is how you know white some white people are just crazy. Of all people, the government's after you. I think black people have like a real valid case for the government fucking us over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're white. You are the Jeez. government. Like what the fuck? Are- <laughs> you're white. I mean, and that's they were at the Capitol screaming, "You're treating us like we're black." <laughs> like, <laughs> like when not they- yet. And they, and they weren't even treating y'all like you were black. They literally just pushed you. They pushed you. They pushed. You know, no, be some dead. of them took pictures and shit. And yeah, I'm they like, walked oh, them open, no. moved the barricades, <laughs> took selfies. Like, oh, okay, here you go. But you're being treated like you're black. I wish we were treated that way if we had a riot. Jesus. <laughs> no, I, I wanted them to be treated. Where's the tanks? Where's the helicopters? Where's the puppies to bite them? I am fucking mad. <laughs> right. I said, y'all don't know. Y'all would be dead, all of y'all. If you I were the Black matter. Lives Matter protest when they're all dressed like fucking Call of Duty and like full riot gear on the Lincoln Memorial just because they want to say stop killing us. I mean, one protest is for say stop killing us, and the other protest is just saying we're just sour because our dude lost. I'm about to say they had some uh in New Orleans like earlier, what in, well later in 2020, they had a protest. And it was on uh, one of the bridges that goes from New Orleans to Jefferson Parish. They were met by three army tanks and two helicopters with armed sheriff deputies. So, I mean, this, you're the U.S. government. So, y'all niggas can get that? Hold up. This D.C. police, you mean to tell me that you're not militarized? Hick, Oxford, Mississippi had fucking military, like, armor. Like, come on now. I, I mean, from the letters that they say about the Capitol riot, I mean, the head of DC police say, yo, we need backup, we need tanks, we need everything, we need this and that, and no one's just responding. That means you, you got fucked up and problem in your ranks, but that's another story for white supremacy. Mm-hmm. You yeah. let the fuckery go. Because think about, like, I know when I used to work and do diversity work, white people always will cover for white people. Oh, it's just how they are. It's just how they are. No, it's racist. It's just racist. <laughs> stealing shit from the office they just had a tough life okay let me go ahead and i I know plenty of people that have a tough life (laughs) yeah black people you should know better stealing is stealing i uh i saw this whole story online where like this woman was wearing a shirt and it had a painter on it like a black painter on it but like her white co-worker tried to get her in trouble with hr because she's like we're not allowed to have people who have who are um she said those people on our shirts like those like people who are, are bad influences or something like that the, the wording i can't remember the exact wording but she said something along those lines and the woman was like do you know who this is like the woman who's wearing the shirt and the other woman was like well no but like i know that it's not really because he's a painter right <laughs> and like, you look him up that's his name and then she, of course, she had to, she tried to dog walk herself back. She's like, nah, girl, let's go to HR and talk about this. Come on, you could come hold my hand. Come on, Karen. Let's go, Karen. <laughs> but it's just kind of like. But Hell, they, I'm about to say, it takes me to my old miss days when I used to do those uh, EOC investigations. I was like, oh, you got my ass? Innocent. I ain't even looking at your shit. Innocent. <laughs> people they probably knew that shit was going downhill when they came into my office seeing all that lsu shit all it was lsu shit and sorority crap and they're like yeah but you work here i don't give a fuck 
like yeah. yeah i never could get down with that yeah it's i think it's like, probably like say if like, like black republicans and other people i think it's mostly about money because i like to use the example of candace owens uh, i'm pretty sure he's just not anchored in blake but here's another thing the nuance of black people even when you're looking at your candace owens when they choose high faces black faces in high places most of the time they don't get native blacks they get people that are either children or immigrants or immigrants themselves she's not black native she isn't no we learned something new today where is she from where i'm about to say you should i mean she was born in america but her parents were not born in america that's probably why her hair is fucked up (laughs) i mean her her hair does need a lot of work i'm thinking she She was my black that the kids the kids will be talking not the bang (laughs) the bang the bang (laughs) oh my god Oh, wait, but where are her people from, though? Now I got to know. St. Tom, the Virgin Islands. Oh, my God. See, I'm not trying to... See, that's a fucked up thing about being Black in America. Okay, look, there's bullying cultures, but there's, like, rite of passage Black people shit. Like, Black people, we just fuck with people. You can't go... Like, that's a Black person rite of passage. Not necessarily white supremacy, but, like, you just can't go on tv looking any like like when your parents let let y'all go out like yeah that's true that was some fucked up shit but that's like black people you ain't finna go nowhere looking any type of way because you my child (laughs) you're not gonna embarrass me she just candace just gotta make up her mind like is she gonna go natural or she gonna have a perm and if she's gonna have that perm she need to make sure her edges are done and then she got that like fucking swoop done yeah because mm-hmm. yeah, her shit look fucked up you know how like though you be hanging out with white people and like they have that one random black kid that like tries to spike the hair and it's like no you you're black you can't do that shit yeah. you take That's the money so she's like you're black you're black it's hilarious because she said racism doesn't exist because she never been a slave but yet also when she was younger nope. um she actually was a victim of a hate crime the local NAACP of Connecticut actually won her I think I think $10,000 or $20,000 from that suit because she was getting harassed by, I think, the mayor of the town's kids. I think it was a Democrat. So and she was like hardcore, liberal, we Black Lives Matter. And then she tried to make this anti-bullying thing, but it's kind of like a doxing program. She was hate by both sides. And then she became hardcore Republican. Oh, because they need they they need Black faces. Yeah. So you know they're going to... But here, this is the thing that I think, like, even with Obama, with reparations or just, like, racism and Black people, like, you know, it's just like playing, like, putting money in the game. Your people just came here. You don't have enough money in this game. So what you need to do is sit at the kiddie table and shut the fuck up. You don't (laughs) know enough to go ahead, and you don't have enough equity in this shit for you to even speak. Because it's like, our people played blood equity, blood, sweat, tears, lives to be attempt to be citizens of America. So when it comes to racism and reparations, the best thing people like that can do is just shut the fuck up and be like, you know what? I don't know enough. This ain't my, this is not my battle. I'm gonna go ahead and yield my table, yield my platform to somebody that has it. So it's not only her that has a problem, but even like with Obama, when he's like, I don't believe in reparations. I'm like, nigga, you wouldn't get reparations? No way, yo, your daddy from Kenya. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. Um, I love it. Do you not think- a bang song is in my head? 
Taking no, we're not defending. <laughs> do you? This is a. I guess this is a kind of good. It's a good segue. But do you think the Black Lives Matter movement is? be successful do you think it's like no no what do you what no. do, what would it take for it to be successful like what would they need to well first of all i think the biggest thing is you need to clear house and then uh once you clear house you can go ahead and set an agenda up because one thing that snick did when you have martin luther king granted they had people take bullets people take bricks but at the end of the day what did they have they had policy they had material change like well I mean Mark, Matthew Carmichael I mean a lot of people don't know who Matthew Carmichael was but he was I mean not Matthew but Michael Carmichael who was head of SNCC after uh you know I mean Martin Luther King was a speaker but he was a head of SNCC um and one of the things that he talked about is just like focusing on native blacks and letting other people kind of deal with their own problems that's just kind of focusing on what we need to focus on um but when you're looking at Black Lives Matter, that's great that you're winning a Nobel Peace Prize, but what the fuck are we getting it? Like, okay, civil lawsuits. That's basically, take this money and shut the fuck up. Mm. What policy do we have? Mm-hmm. So in comparison to the 1960s, like, you have legislation. You have actual real change. Like, granted, some of the change didn't come till later because you look at, like, deep south states like some areas, even in Texas, Louisiana, throughout the whole entire Deep South, we're still under desegregation orders because they can't do simple shit. Like let black kids have an equal applicate, like education. That's too hard. Like no, mm-hmm. fuck it. We're still yeah. in the fight. And then even worse, like in North, like I remember someone pointed out, like with New York City, where of course they didn't have to be forced to be desegregated, like the Southern schools. But now as a result, their schools are more segregated than the schools in the South because they weren't really forced by the government to like. Uh, uh desegregate their schools or like bring them to integrate their schools is a better word mm-hmm. about to say that's the thing that white people really are afraid of because really what it comes down to is they want to pass their privilege and privilege power onto their dis uh kids mm-hmm. and when you have to have honest conversations like look timmy can't be a ceo of a power company because he's stupid <laughs> How many people have the Trumps? I'm like, we, we we all went to school with a white kid that like legit should not have a fucking job. Yeah. Like, oh, I can think of several that why we went to Belmont. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know you were in honors classes, but I was not. And I <laughs> I mean there's some people that shouldn't be in honors classes either, but I'm guessing a bunch of GPA up since they're also in sports too. So I guess it's all connected. So, so how the hell you pull that off? You just looking lost in honors. Yeah, I'm thinking, okay, I'll give you extra time since you're on the sports team or you're in bands, you know, band practice every single fucking day of the week. Jesus so I'm thinking I still remind me of band. Fuck. <laughs> I was I was in band. I was in band from middle school until like the, my second year of high school, but because I hated the fucking director, but that's a whole another conversation for another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but like, oh my God, there would, yeah, like half the people that like were in my class in band were also in honors classes or like pre-AP or like AP. Yeah. And, and, and most of the time, those kids, the dummies will always fuck up on an AP test. You're like, what you get? A three or four? Yeah, I got credit. Nigga, you got a one. <laughs> like, hmm, why are you here? Oh, man. 
Yeah, but that's probably the other thing that's like kind of sad about Black Lives Matters. It's not like anchored in any data. There's no policy. There's no plan. It's just motherfuckers yelling. And yeah, the bad thing is like people have latched onto it, so it doesn't make space for people that have like that direction. Because ultimately, regardless of like niggas getting hit in bricks and all the other crap and having those protests, like they got policy. Even if if it was like a minuscule scale, because um, when you think about the bus boycotts, it did not begin in Selma; it began in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. That shit was successful. When they protested in Baton Rouge, they got the system to go ahead and desegregate. And even now, uh, you have white people like there's still after effect because white people stopped taking the buses and all the other shit. But it's written in parish policy that they have to go ahead and allocate X amount of city funding for public transportation. Mm-hmm. so it's like when you're looking at that like what the fuck are you doing I know I forgot today is shout out to my soror Sandra Bland RIP like you don't even have change with that shit like we can't even get body cameras like what are we doing Black Lives Matter like what yeah. and then like all these people get off for free even though like you're seeing it and you're all you get is oh shit that's fucked up say her name innocent not guilty yeah back on the police force and then crump comes out we're gonna sue yeah you're gonna check what are we doing with policy yeah i mean you won in civil court but you didn't win in criminal court like with brianna taylor and she's more than just a hashtag yeah and i would probably go ahead and ask for policy like some things with policing like probably needs to be gone like in real life like yeah and you probably need to change your recruiting tactics because you keep on getting crazy people that are not a part of the neighborhood or like enforce laws on people that aren't from that community or understand the increases uh, well, uh, kind of. I know currently in the Biden administration, they are taking some time to go look at the effects of white supremacy and the US military because they found out a lot of people who invaded the Capitol um, were ex-military. They didn't find that shit out. That shit was the FBI report that came out years ago that told them white extremists have infiltrated every fucking major branch of the U.S. government. They knew that. Yeah, and they said domestic terrorists, like two-thirds of domestic terrorist attacks in the last five years, I mean, two-thirds of all of the uh, terrorist attacks are domestic. I'm not worried about a Muslim dude gonna bomb me. I'm worried about a white dude gonna kill me for whatever extreme reason could be for white supremacy could be for the incel movement and see and that's where it goes to i don't know where why QAnon exists why well it from what i heard i watched from cnn uh, documentary how QAnon existed it started out from, i think that like, like black people like we should be blacking on because i'm like <laughs> look this is a conspiracy if the government can spy on martin luther king mm-hmm be federally like guilty. They won it like the family sued the government, won. Mm-hmm. MLK's family won. So like civilly, you're guilty for killing killing all these people. Fred Hampton, I mean, that was like Chicago PD too. Yeah. Um, but all these black leaders you killed, you mean to tell me you did this in the 1960s? You can't spy on a nigga with a, a fucking moose hat. <laughs> that and I know you are. That's the thing. We know you are, though. Like you have, we know you have to be keeping track of at least some of these people. Yeah. In fact, like they were pro- um, planning this in public, openly on the app parlor. Now that's why they banned it. I'm thinking, oh, we should bring guns. We should bring bombs. And they're doing this all in the open on parlor, on that uh, right wing app, and they didn't do shit about it. 
And like with QAnon, it started out, you know, with Pizzagate, because, you know, Hillary Clinton was in her email say, oh, let's go to this place and get some cheese pizza. They said, since cheese pizza is CP, CP is for child pornography. So what they're doing is they're raping children, making child pornography in the basement of this pizza place, which doesn't even have a basement. And of course, it became a violent act. So it kind of evolved and also takes some roots from other sources. But the point this is- sound sounds like some OTEP shit on steroids. Bro, like, like listen, the mental gymnastics that these people have to go through, how do their brains not explode is what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, and you know it's bad when you make OTEPs look more sane and you know niggas are crazy they are because you guys. gotta eat berries to not have a, pe- a period because that's the white man trying to go ahead and get the black people and black women to operate under a sensitive of white supremacy like nah nigga that's called starvation you only ate 800 <laughs> calories <laughs> you can't use lotion that's not from africa sister you know oteps they be ashy and they, they don't wear deodorant. They smell like ass. Ashiest ones. <laughs> yeah. Stank. They don't wear deodorant. It's a white man. You're putting some white stuff on you? Nah, I need some black. I need black water. I use black toilet paper. <laughs> it's racist. You get the brown stuff and you put it in the white bowl. Racist. <laughs> I'm about to say, we need to find out. I know an OTEP. I should ask him, like, you want to be my sister? podcast that shit gonna be funny oh my god. god i would have to mute myself every five seconds and like turn off my camera so that i could laugh <laughs> we but today we brought a hotep on so that we could all laugh <laughs> you know, change his name you know they always got a fucked up name oh yeah we, we're gonna his name is um king darius the just third handsome egyptian ass name mm. why to tuck him Yes. The original Egyptians were black. Yes. Oh my God. You know, they be coming up with some great. That's sad when you make them look more logical. That's how you know QAnon is fucking crazy. It is. And that's the only it... thing on like white people. Come on. Like most black people know that OTEP people are crazy, right? That's an itch. Yeah. Like you're like, okay, whatever. But like y'all didn't like. But you know, they do have like racism and anti Semitism anti-semitic stuff written in because not every QAnon support is the same so it's kind of like you take you get there's flavors god yeah there's like different flavors so if you want anti-semitic stuff like that guy who said Camp Auschwitz on a shirt or you may think like maybe Black Lives Matter might be doing something to discredit because they well, they're all probably Donald anti-black. Is- like fuck the fuck the black people. I get that one, but I mean, yeah, like they- anti-semitism is also kind of. I mean, if you like, if you were like Nazi party, yay, they also hated black people. So at the end of the day, like, it's all just like black people, dead, death to them. So you just give and take, because they believe that either Donald Trump is Jesus or he's been chosen by the US military to help people. I'm thinking Donald Trump of all people. So some, so the thing is with QAnon, since they realized nothing happened, there was no martial law, either A, they might go into white supremacist groups and they just quit QAnon. Or white supremacist group. Even more so. So now they might be more officially like KKK or Proud Boys or Boogaloo Boys versus QAnon. Or B, they might just say, oh, Biden is the new guy because they said maybe Biden actually might be helpful for Q because, you know, on his first day, he signed 17 executive orders. You know what the 17th letter of the alphabet is? Q. So he might be one of the good guys trying to stop the this Democrats. Is from- this is, give me a hit. <laughs> <laughs> this is white. Uh, 
this, this is, is white, white tap. I don't. This is fucking crazy. He's like, I don't. Yeah, him. and thing is, it doesn't even matter who Q is because the point's kind of like the Scientology is now a self-sustained cult, so now it just runs on its own. Is there a Bible like Scientology where you have to go get detox from the aliens? Yeah, you had to get the Z news and you had to get to the level of clearness. Uh, because it all started on 4chan with some anonymous guy saying he's gonna be a great awakening. He kind of took that and he just dropped like these Q drops where he's just like, okay. Um Belinda, were you on this website with the crazy white people? Because they don't find you. Belmars loves this shit. Okay. I mean, <laughs> how do you find this shit? It was on CNN, and they did this whole like report, a special report on it. So I was curious. See, but the thing about CNN is, like, even with CNN, do they have the right information? Do you go click on some shit and go down a tunnel? Yeah, I mean, they're banning a lot of the Q shit. So there was like an app where you can find like the Q shit. It's like a whole community of like QAnon people. It's it's interesting because I'm interested in cults and how they start and this just batshit insane. As I mean, honestly, like, Bell Mars doesn't turn into Doja Cat and go into onto all these like fucking like what you look all Wait, white supremacy. Shout out to Doja Cat. Her. She rehabbed her career after talking for white supremacists that were ugly. I'm yeah, like, they say, oh yeah, here's some coon pussy. Let's go back. Let's go back um to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I need cliff notes on Kunanon. Kunanon. Yeah, okay. It was interesting just seeing this. So people just pick and choose, and the guy's like apologizing to Anderson. Hold on. I'm so sorry. Cra- that you I'm sorry. Me. I'm like so fascinated by the crazies. I'm like, so there's a menu. Are you more racist against blacks or cosmetics? Click one. If you're not, <laughs> click two. <laughs> you I know, like taking Harry Potter. Like quiz. black Kunanon supporters. I'm thinking, what the fuck? Oh, there's black people. There's a so few. This is like crazy Q-Anon, Harry Potter houses. So you could Harry just thinking, Potter okay, house. I'm just here to save the children. Because you know, a lot of people were saying we should save the children for the we're Democrats. Children. Exactly. The, the made-up you know, children. That the they, Democrats were raping children, getting their life force. Yeah, and like taking their blood. You didn't know that? They're all vampires. Oh, so there's like, fuck the government, and then there's like alien type shit. QAnon. Yeah, it could like some people are there for the alien shit. Some people are here for the racist Jewish shit. Some people might just be here because it, they feel kind of smart, kind of like decoding these Q drops. It's kind of like a Fuck strange shit. I'm, I want to begin a cult. If I want people to give me money. <laughs> <laughs> And you then, don't even have to fuck the U.S. government. I'm about to start a cult. Shout out to the uh, crazy white people. If you believe in aliens, I'm gonna come with a website. Yeah, and they also believe like you can't trust the news, so they think you have to look for yourself, but you can't trust the news. Where do you look for shit? I mean, those uh, those weird YouTube videos that (laughs) viral out of control. Those those ones, the ones that yeah, it's gonna be hard to start a cult day and age, but even but yeah, but I feel it's easy. It's just like one bored person and motherfuckers started clicking on it. Yeah. I mean, QAnon could be like a 12-year-old warper. We don't know because people say they really don't care at this point. I'd say if this teaching, if this uh, teaching stuff doesn't work out and I'll become broke, I'm about to start a code. It's going to be an OTEP code or some government. I don't know. Y'all won't know me. I'm going to name myself like Q Shabazz. That's great. They started on 4chan and then it's a whole thing. I'm thinking, how can you like apologize? Like, oh, I'm sorry, Stewie. I thought you ate babies and you were like 
because you're a Rothschild that you were raped in the giant pool and you were brain by brainwashed by the CIA to like kill people. And the government did not catch this shit. What happened to NSA? I thought all these people were spying on us from the mountain in Colorado because I mean that's where NSA is. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you listening to? You're are you listening to regular people? Because I thought like when the government listens to your cell phone conversations and spies on your text messages like regular people go through like you didn't hear this crazy shit well apparently q disabled like four supercomputers but it's the u.s government there gotta be somebody part of the u.s government he has q level clearance watch q not even be real on the motherfucker in his basement feeling like ass playing fucking Fortnite. probably I mean, at this point, they, he just is like a lot of time for QAnon just takes a bunch of like conspiracy theories, just cherry pick and people just kind of come along for the ride. Some people leave because they get, okay, a lot of these Q drops didn't happen. Like Hillary Clinton didn't get arrested. Obama didn't get arrested. All these celebrities didn't get arrested. I'm just thinking, how can like, and Donald Trump's like cool with Jeffrey Epstein. How come no one's in and thought like, okay, Trump is probably- Shout out to uh, White R. Kelly with shitty ass movies. <laughs> But he's banning abortion. He's saving the kids. I'm thinking there's kids getting raped at the border. You don't care about those kids, apparently? And there's evidence of it? But I guess so. As long as not white kids. Conversation has really... I know. That's probably why R. Kelly got rid of, like, away with it so long. Let's talk about how R. Kelly got away with it for so long. (laughs) We can't... He does make good music. I still listen to his music. I just can't play certain songs with kids in my class it's hard i was I never mean, like, i'm wearing a michael jackson shirt oh good. I mean, oh and i'm like i'm about to say we know that motherfucker was a molester <laughs> that was some crazy shit <laughs> jesus juice it's really hard it's so because he's too ingrained in the culture because i think with like a lot of he things can't are sing. he sings horribly who which he, one he, that shit's not comforting that shit's weird that is it's not. a stylistic choice. The weekend does the same. Well, okay, this is no, it doesn't. Sing. Weekend can sing. So he can, can perform. Oh, no, is this about to become a debate about black entertainers, y'all? I'm <laughs> about to say black entertainers. Michael Jackson sucks. Period. No, he doesn't. Prince you are the king of pop for a reason. I'm gonna have to like. I'm gonna have to mute out every time you said Stewie's real name because they're gonna find her, and they're gonna. They're gonna. F what you said, Michael Jackson can't fucking sing. MJ is fucking weird. Like, what the hell? And remember the time. Remember the girl. Like, what the fuck? It's a cultural thing. I mean, there's mumble rappers, Stewie. I don't listen to the mumble rap for the mumble rap. You listen for it for the beat. You can just tune them motherfuckers out. And they're not so-called a cultural icon. This nigga look like a white alien. Not a white alien. My God. A white woman alien. Not a white woman alien. And the best thing about his performance was his loafers. Like, I loved his loafer game. I got me a pair of, uh, what did it all? I mean, Munchie, Munchie. She called them El Hee-Hees. Oh, God. <laughs> but then she tried to tell me I was whack when I went to go teach my loafer game is the shit I got the same loafers that MJ has like the cheaper version though um but they look like his 
I don't want the sparkly shots. So that's like the best thing about him. His loafer game was the shit. That nigga did moonwalks with loafers. Like yeah. what? And then on point when he just stands on his tippy toes and just spins and tsh. Yeah, that's the best thing. But other than that, like he could not sing. I'm sorry. He was creepy. And did nobody believe that he remembered a time with a woman? Come on. Not- he had three kids. Are we really gonna go on that? He bought those that goddamn babies. He not bought the babies. She did. Okay. okay. Those kids aren't even like uh, those kids aren't even black. He bought those babies. I mean, they're probably like quad room or they're not. How's he? He's not half black. He's Negro. How the fuck that work? And he's like black, black. Like that nigga look like Joe Jackson, black. Like, come on now. He bought the baby. It's okay. He's rich. and everything. Oh my god. Black kids. I have Vigiligo. Vigiligo. Black black people have been around Vigiligo all their life. We just called it some other shit. Liver liver splash. <laughs> Ain't no such thing as fucking liver splash. That's Vigiligo. Oh my goodness. <laughs> how, about, black culture? how about how about we have one last question before we take a break? Because y'all are <laughs> y'all have devolved this conversation. I don't know what this yeah, is. I'm give you <laughs> I loved it, but like I don't know what this is anymore. <laughs> um. Anyway, my last question: uh, Do you have hope uh, that America could one day be equitable towards Black and Brown people? Um, are we gonna for, first Brown people? Like, okay, look, there's levels to this shit. Like, <laughs> hey, we got some skin equity. Not trying to be mean. Like, hey, I know your struggle, but you ain't been here as long. How you gonna get you before we get us? Like, first of all, we gotta get us first. Mm-hmm. And then do I have hope? No, because white people are crazy. Like the only way for us to have an equitable society, we're gonna have to blow up some institutions. Mainly because, and this is the shit that black people like some of the brown people, they have their own work to do with anti-blackness. Because mm-hmm. this shit can't can, cannot change unless they go ahead and get their shit together. Like how many times we met dark skinned Latinos and like I know black, I Latino. Nah, nigga. You're <laughs> black. It's very obvious. Yeah. I see the Negro in you. Dominican Republic, no, no, I know say, I know baseball. Black. Exactly. Nah, nah, you're you're a Negro. It's okay. But I, I think what it comes down to is what, what do we have an intestinal fortitude to do? And I said the only thing it, it might actually happen, because I said crazy white people might blow this shit up for us. <laughs> we're blowing up the government so that's what really needs to happen like most of the institutions that we have need to go away because they're just built on Mm anti-blackness and you can't reform anti-blackness like how do you do that like if the core of your agency or your policy is to fuck black people over you can't be like oh i'm gonna reform it no then it's just gonna be less black people fuckery so i mean there is hope I just need uh, degenerates to keep on acting the fool. Cool. Shout out to QAnon. Do that shit again. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Keep fucking up. <laughs> Fuck everything." Well, Q haven't over. posted since uh, December, so it's just running its own crazy. It's off the crazy trains, off the rails. I'm going. Yeah, but hey, that's what needs to happen because I mean, there's only we can advocate for policy, and I think that's part of it, but can't reform policing you can't reform the credit reporting you can't reform colleges and even education in general because it's based off of racism you can't 
reform like the way that we do a uh, congressional re- uh, representation unless you like blow some shit up yeah shit we and even talk about redlining the southern strategy well everything to nixon well not like- even like the southern strategy the southern strategy is like i think the u.s strategy because it applies in the midwest too. Hmm. but like you're going to have to blow it up you can't reform it you we've been reforming for years have to blow it up you can't reform anti-blackness how right then you'll be like the crazy white people that you may have worked uh worked with in your white uh, environment like after you go through diversity training they always want to come to you and be like (laughs) i feel you sister (laughs) black lives do matter i'm woke now sis and then they go back to fuckery on monday I was right. You're like, Barbara, get away from me. <laughs> I'm about to say, if they're really guilty, they're going to ask, do you need a lunch? Hey, Nikki Alley, you need, you need a lunch? You need a lunch? No, ma'am, please, please get out. <laughs> then ask you fuck the questions. I feel your pain. When did your dad get out of jail? And then be like, my, I love it. Great. Thank you for that microaggression. Thanks for just assuming <laughs> that my father was in jail. Yes. Oh. Remember the last white lady that touched my hair? She's dead now, but... uh. She died from liver disease. Is this a true story, Valmars? Do I have to follow up on <laughs> Yeah, because I just got my hair oh, done. Oh, see, and- I said that's a whole entire level. Yeah, because she like, because I have my hair beautifully done and my croquet curls with the blonde hair and she like, oh, your hair is beautiful. And she just touched it. And I'm just thinking, cool. A curse upon your house. <laughs> I mean, she died late. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it happened. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking that's just white people-isms. They like to touch. That's one thing COVID has taught me. Like, it's not just black people. They they like to touch shit. Yeah. Without permission. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... I owe this space. Yeah. I don't know. But, okay, let's take a break, friends. Uh, I gotta go All right. water. Um, and then we'll be back and we'll play a game. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. So I have this one Reddit uh, relationship. Says I, she's 27 year old, cannot decide between a passion relationship or a stable and logical one. He says, I have recently been dating two guys non exclusively. Both are aware of the other, but just the time has come to settle down more seriously with just one. Guy A is handsome, funny, and caring. I have no doubt we'll be great together, supporting each other and having amazing communication. Although he's a great looking guy, I just don't have much sexual chemistry or passion here though. Meanwhile, guy B oozes sexiness. The sex is the best I ever have experienced. I'm constantly drawn to him. We love each other in a passionate emotional way. But all that passion and emotion frequently means arguments and overall less stable way of living. I keep getting drawn to guy B by my head is telling me to cut that out and be with guy A. From experience, what should I do? I am looking to settle down, but equally just looking to be the happiest I can be. Too long didn't read. Stability or passion? She's a dumb bitch. <laughs> what did you say? Like, okay. First, first of all, 20 fucking seven, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much our age. Who the fuck wants to deal with drama in general? Like, even if yeah. it's good sex. And you're talking about you're dating somebody casually and you want to go ahead and settle down. I mean, that's 
only one issue. And I'm like, at the end of the day, you have two options. You can just deal with wax sex. I mean, I've done it. And that shit can't get better if you just let them free and break up with them and then they come back and then they come back with new tricks. Like, this shit gets better. I've, I've done it. Like, seriously, it was so bad. Like, motherfucker was taking me out to request, paying my car note, paying my rent. Like, this motherfucker was giving thousands. She could tell you. Got me yep. deep work. She could tell you. Giving money, <laughs> paying for my kid. Like, all type of shit. But the sex was horrible. It was like the worst sex I've ever had in my fucking life. Like, I had to ask myself, like an R&B 90 song, sitting here looking in the mirror, saying damn to myself, how dare I waste good pussy on this shit? But you let it free and it gets better. But if ultimately what she wants is stability, you need to go with stability. You're 27 years old. Sex and all the other shit is just going to go ahead and come. If not, you can just keep on being a hoe. Long live the hoe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I'm thinking... I'm thinking just go with stability because eventually the sex can get better. But I'm thinking with the guy, I'm thinking, okay, you give him a good dick, but then it's also you're emotionally drained every day because it's always an argument. Because I'm thinking the act only lasts for like 30 minutes. And it's like, like you said, 24 hours in a day. And I'm thinking, okay, is good dick enough to put up with like the arguments and everything and incompatibility, everything else outside the bedroom? So that's my opinion on it. I say go with guy A for stability. Sex can get better. Mm, I mean, I'm, I would have to agree, obviously, with both of you, because I love stability. <laughs> I love when men pay bills. <laughs> Why would I not want that? And like, the fact that this is even a question to you means do you, I feel like you I've n- actually not changed my answer you don't need to be with either of them right now because right. I don't think you actually like yourself enough to like if you're even considering being with the emotionally draining boyfriend child why <laughs> why <laughs> I don't make no sense like you if you like yeah. you will go on <laughs> She probably needs to let the hoe let, like die. Like be by herself a little bit. Like let that pussy rest. It's okay. Cause you yeah. fucking with two dudes. Let the pussy rest. You can't like work that motherfucker with two people and then be like, oh no, I'm just gonna choose one. No, you probably need to let the pussy rest. And then another thing with the uh, the dude that is emotionally unstable. Oh, he probably has fucked up family issues that you don't even know about. So that's like a whole entire yeah. another beast in and of itself that you don't even fucking know yet. Because if y'all get fucking, you don't know shit, shit about his friends. You don't know shit about his uh, family. You're just having sex and he's already crazy. Which, I don't know why she said relationship because I'm like, if that's a fuck buddy relationship, like, bitch, why are y'all talking? That's true. Yeah, I'm thinking are both friends with benefits or just been not exclusively dating and I guess sex comes with it. Yeah. Then she's a dumb bitch because you can't fuck for free. <laughs> that's a good point like <laughs> y'all gonna buy me something like <laughs> i'm like what is your pussy worth it's just free like um uh, shit is valuable you better go ahead and treat it like gold I, uh, even if it's like he's your boyfriend uh but you're not his girlfriend that's the way yeah and maybe oh, i don't like labels type of guy 
thinking if he's that type. Guess what stop. label I like? I like uh, Tiffany's. I like <laughs> you better get to the store, player. <laughs> I was like, let me get your credit card info. Right. Listen, but she's too old to be doing this shit. Them eggs are about to go. Like, okay, look, you're like there comes. This, she has too much hoe in her. Right. So she needs to go ahead and get that shit out because realistically, by the time she tries to settle down, it's going to be a couple years. Right. So that puts her at like 30, just now starting to go ahead and find somebody, maybe 32. And then by the time she finds somebody, that puts her at 35. And then she tries to go ahead and like have kids and all this other shit. Like, bitch, you got a time for him now. You might go have to go through. Or she might not even do it. I mean, that's a good point. Or she might need a vagina. Niggas might not be it. Yeah. Might not be for you. You yeah, can't so make up your guess... mind. It's, it's really not that hard. Yeah. Or she, I... and she probably does need counseling by herself. That's why I was like, oh, when you were talking about uh, Nikki, when you were talking about um, working on herself, like, yeah, because I'm like, why are you fucking with dudes if you just fuck with it? Treat you like shit. For what? You're not even together. Yeah. You probably need counseling. The hotep in me is saying that that man is draining your energy through the sex. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You're sharing too much. Okay. You have to cut it off and cleanse yeah. thyself, preferably in the Himalayan mountains with some pink salt or something. Get some Himalayan sea salt. Mm-hmm. I mean, take some time for yourself, invest in some other hobbies besides dick. That's right. And apparently it's not that good because you fucking two people. <laughs> ah. Ah. Yeah, that's true. Didn't that's that. the tea. <laughs> that's the tea. If he was that good, you'd be digmatized enough to be like, I don't need anyone else. <laughs> or yeah, if the shit was that good, you you would have to let that pussy rest. Like you can't be doing like whoever talk, like, yes, the pussy does go back to form, but I mean, you can't be fucking niggas like that. You gotta alternate hope. Yes. That's a good point. All yeah. right. That was beautiful. Good luck. Um, good luck, girl on Reddit. Yeah. There's another one about friendship. Like, is my best friend toxic? <laughs> no. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> no, I think you're the opposite of toxic. Thank so. you. I think you're this the girl, she's 23 mm-hmm. and her best friend, she's 24. Say my best friend and I have been friends for about eight years. Mm-hmm. She's really pretty and gets a lot of attention, a lot more than the average person. Mm-hmm. I also do, but I realize something she does that I don't like. She always thinks the attention is only for her, even when it's not. There could be two different guys trying to talk to each of us. She would say things, I always feel so bad when the attention is all on me. But that's even when a time we were going out and I put on false lashes because I like to do that. And she said, are you putting on that eyelash because of me? Which I don't understand. She thinks any good thing that happened to us because of her, she thinks that when we're together, she's the only one getting attention even if, even if she isn't. I never com- comment on it because I don't think it's a big deal, but it's kind of getting annoying. Any advice on how should I deal with it? Too long, didn't read. My best friend says that all says things that are kind of insensitive. I'm not sure if I should consider it toxic or not. I'm thinking, especially with a friend, I think you probably need to sit down, kind of have a heart to heart and thinking you're kind of, these comms are kind of, kind of, 
at a topic. I'm not sure how a friend she is outside of different environments because I'm thinking it's just a person that you know for eight years or is it truly a good friendship? Because I'm thinking eight years they're probably met in like middle school. So yeah. Yeah, middle school or early high school. Something like that. Yeah. She halfway set herself up for this though. Because at the end of the day, you have different friends for different purposes. Some of your best, like you're on the the hoe hunt and you're taking different friends. Like you're not always going to take your best friends with that. Like my best friend, oh no, she has never been on the hoe hunt ever because <laughs> we don't talk like that. Like we're friends on a different level. So you have to realize there's certain people that you go out with, your party friends, your hoe friends. And then like your best friends that you see in your normal life, your whole life and your like best friend life should be two different fucking things. <laughs> if you, especially if you're not on that level. So it seems like she's not on that level. Like, yeah, that can go ahead and be your friend, but like y'all can't be hunting for dick together. <laughs> especially because it seemed like you the ugly one. So you sensitive. <laughs> it's okay. Every group has the ugly friend. The big bitch. Because you know in her letters, she talks about dudes look at my friend and I put on some more. We ready to leave. <clears throat> the bird Some like, people might like big the one that look, Sometimes they look like they look like Smeagol. We're ready to leave. Not Smeagol. You know, we're, we're not shaming body types. You could be big or small, but you know the ugly friend that's ready to leave and ready to go. Yeah. Don't nobody want to talk or to you them. could also have like ultra beautiful friends in comparison. So I'm thinking anyone in comparison looks ugly. Oh, they go out. She never said to do like, nah, she's the ugly friend. There's always a motherfucker in there. Even if you're kind of like eh, attractive, there's always that one dude trying to buy you drinks. That's true. So I do I think probably get like friends if you're gonna friends for the hoe hunt and then friends for other things so I guess all your friends may not be interested I'm thinking some friends want something more stable because I think even in our lives we do have that friend that's a little bit more conservative and may not be open to like going casually let's go get some dick but (laughs) (laughs) or even just go out like there's some friends that don't drink that shit's always I don't know about y'all but I know like that shit's always whack like, bitch, drink the wine. <laughs> she does sound like a cult up. leader, Belmar. She's like, bitch, drink the wine. <laughs> and they're like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to dance. And I'm like, ho, why is you here? Why are you motherfucking here? You don't want to drink. You don't want to dance. You barely want to get appetizers. You just looking miserable. Like Snuffleupagus. This is not fucking Sesame Street, bitch. I could have left you on the goddamn Sesame Street. No, I bit was benevolent and I took you out, try to introduce you to a different way of life and you want to act fucked up. And I'm gonna leave you at home. Yeah, so she probably needs different friends because I'm guessing in comparison with so should she get like an uglier friend so she'll get more attention? No, but that's not her best friend. I do know that. Because your best friend, you should be able to take over any situation, whether you're on the hoe hunt, whether you're going uh, for appetizer or you're in a more professional environment, or you're just sitting at home watching Netflix, your best friend should be interchangeable. That's not her best friend. She don't know what So kind of like a ride or die. That's right. (laughs) I would take Belmars on all of those things. Yeah. Go shopping. Either we can do anything from a hoe. Well, 
I'm in a committed relationship, but yeah, just go out, meet people, have a good time. Okay, so it doesn't have to be a whole hood, hood rat shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Rat rat hot girl summer. <laughs> hot girl shit. Yay. Um, I'd have to agree. I think, I think you both have, pro- I think they both have problems. One, this other girl, if you are, if the writer is to be believed is a narcissist, whatever. She's vain. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, but she is also, um, I feel like she has some insecurity. She has insecurities. And right. like normal, everybody has insecurities, but you're letting those insecurities like make you believe that like this girl is prettier than you. I'm going to assume both of them are white. Okay. Like, I'm just okay. Like, like <laughs> you put that extra W. White. get some white cake after this yeah like i'm gonna assume because if they're if she's to be believed that her friend is getting a lot of attention she's probably a blonde haired white girl maybe with some some pretty blue eyes because that's the pretty privilege that exists in american society and maybe this other girl is a brunette or something and you know like she's not as exotic quote unquote like isn't just kind of like girl if you say you get attention, then be glad with the attention that you get. Who gives a fuck? I'm like, just. <laughs> but she has to admit, she does sound about built. Like she built like a linebacker. I'm talking about, I'll put on lashes. Okay. <laughs> put on some lashes. Lashes. That really changes everything. But you built like Lauren Sapp. I mean, <laughs> And maybe your friend is like, why are you, are you putting on those lashes because of me? Because she can see that you are insecure. (laughs) Or that might be that, that nice thing. Cause you know, everybody might have a Barella friend or that one friend where you be like, bitch, you look fucked up, but I don't want to tell you. So you're like, why are you wearing that? No. Cause like, think about it. If she didn't put anything else on her face and she has those ultra long glasses, Mm -hmm. you're going to look like an asshole. But like butterfly wings. Those are those are called cumbrellas. I just found that out this week. To keep calm, that it's called a cumbrella. Oh, wow. Okay. You learn something new every day. <laughs> but I'm just so I'm just I'm like this friend maybe like is more in tune with you than you think you she is, and like she's noticing that you're trying to do different things now and she's just kind of calling you out like well, well why like what are, is this because of me like maybe she doesn't mean it in a bad way she just sounds bitchy because i don't know i'm assuming you're white girls and in my head she sounds like a valley girl and they well, automatically she be thirsty sound- too yeah oh and maybe that's her way of like stopping her from being thirsty because you know every once in a while you have that person like oh my god okay i like you there you go this is a good point so the only thing I can say to you girls is that I think you you should be secure in your own beauty, okay? Whether you look like a linebacker like Stewie thinks or not. And, <laughs> and like literally just let this girl live her life or whatever, right? And if she, she's vain enough to think she gets all the attention, let her. Like then I'm assuming since you're both hoe hunting, like you don't have any steady relationships. So you're both in the same boat. So there's no reason to be worried about it. Like it is fine. But isn't that kind of crazy? She's like, when we go out and talk to guys, I'm like, damn, how often do you do that? I mean, we're still in a panoramic, but yeah. 
that's a, that, that's a lot of effort though to do that frequently i'm like well, nobody got time for that that means you gotta get dressed you gotta go out like or do you have to get dressed up because when you're going out you want to bring out your best self your representative if you will i feel black women have it harder though oh yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, like, dudes are more assholes, especially black women. <laughs> I know, I, there's been plenty of times I've been called, oh, you little fucking light skinned skanky bitch. I'm like, okay, because I don't want your drink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe you just fuck you, bitch. You ain't that cute, anyways. Okay. Thank you. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And I don't respond to say red. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, being a black woman is interesting. I mean, I remember when I went to TSU, um, I was hitting on a guy because we both like the same nerdy stuff. And I remember saying something flirty to him, like, oh, yeah, I don't date black girls. I mean, black, black girls. I mean, you cute and you thick and all, but you're just too black for me. And his parents is from Nigeria. I mean, he was first generation American. So Isn't that some stuff that makes you want to punch him in the throat? What the fuck you mean? I don't date black black girls. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> and and they and they be like black as night though. And it's like you hate yourself. <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> I know. And I was like, who said that you really wanted to date him seriously? For all you wanted to do was go to Chili's for the two for 20. That's not serious. That's the time occupier. That's right. <laughs> Listen, I don't get it. But yeah, girl, good luck. Um, just be secure in yourself, girl. That's all you need to do. Okay. And uh, ignore this other girl because she's just, she just vain. It's fine. That's white. Most white girls are. It's okay. <laughs> and I actually pulled out another question. Uh, am I the asshole for kicking out my sister after you refused to help me with my son? Okay, it's a kind of long one. My parents had me, she's 25 years old, Mm -hmm. at a very old age. All my siblings are significantly older than me, and they tolerate me for the most part. My oldest sister took it a step further and barely interacted with me. I learned quickly that she disliked me, and I kept my space from her afterwards. Although we live in the same town, we didn't really interact with each other and only talked during family events slash calls. Recently, my sister lost her job. She's widow with adult children who live on their own different cities live on their own in different cities my mom begged me to let her move in with me and framed it as a chance for us to bond and become actual sisters my sister has been living with me for about seven months now she doesn't help with anything she doesn't cook clean or even contribute to with utility bills the only thing she does is play with my son who's one years old and even then it's like 15 20 minutes and if he needs a diaper change or needs to be fed she calls on me I was making dinner for the three of us. My husband was still at work at this time. My sister was playing in the living room with my son. She calls me that I should change and come that I should come and change my son's diapers. I asked her to please change it since I was cutting vegetables. She said she can't see. She said it can wait. That she had been there and had done that. I stopped cooking, changed my son's diapers. After dinner was done, I didn't call my sister to come and eat. And I'm sure she got the memo. The next day, I told my sister I can't live with her anymore, that I need to find a new place to live. She calls me names. My parents are saying I'm wicked for kicking out my own sister, and so are my siblings. They say that my sister isn't my nanny, and it's unfair for me to expect free childcare. So is she an asshole for this situation? No. <laughs> no. Well, did she say that uh, her sister was paying, paying rent? 
No, well, the sister wasn't paying rent. She wasn't paying any bills, and she's occasionally playing with her uh, with her son, who's like one years old. No, should have kicked that bitch out a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's her fault. I, I feel like this was my life in Oxford when I uh, try to have my cousin live with me. Mm-hmm. But in defense of that, it's still her fault. You can't move somebody in your house and not negotiate the terms. You should have did that shit front end. Like, hey, here are my expectations. You're going to do this, 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 this when you move in. And then when they start fucking up, then you can go ahead and like start kicking people out. But bitch, that's on you. She thought she was just going to lay her head. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. So it's kind of like everyone sucks here. So I'm just thinking, especially with her family, I'm thinking I'm moving in, like thinking, okay, here are my expectations of like, okay, um, you get to live with me for like three months until you get another job and then move your ass out. Yeah. But then yeah. also at this point. I have to say, um, if I ever fuck up in my life again, where I have to go ahead and move in with you, I mean, Delmar, Nikki, I'll be on your door too. <laughs> I clean, I cook. I, I contribute food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I just not gonna be like do straight hood like rat shit and I'm gonna like, live on a couch. Oh yeah, you need to go walk the dog out. It needs to poo. I don't care that you're cooking, drinking wine. You need to take your dog out. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, her sister. Her sister seems ungrateful, but like that's another thing is like sometimes with older siblings and. I think Belmar, you can probably identify with this. Some older siblings think, and maybe you, Mickey, too, because you have older siblings. Some older siblings just think that, like, they're older than you owe me. Like, they did shit for you. Like, motherfucker, you ain't my parent. (laughs) So they they think they can do some shit that parents do. Parents can come into your house borderline and be like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and do fuckery. (laughs) Stay in your house for free. And not do shit. Yeah. But you're a sibling, nigga. We in the same, we on the same level. Exactly. <laughs> that's, those are words of wisdom. That's that's speaking words of wisdom, let it be. Um it's just, <laughs> I mean, listen, even I have to agree with both of y'all. Obviously, like my initial reaction is like the sister did absolutely nothing. Like, why are you still in my house? I would have kicked you out as well. But like personally between my brothers and i my my the eldest one big head he told me he's like he's like oh yeah you could stay with me if you cook and you clean and you do blah 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 he's he's i told him i'm never going to live in his house and he still has terms for if i ever live in his house (laughs) (laughs) i don't just kind of like what are you gonna do negro like what (laughs) nothing like he's he's like he's like rent free you can come if you cook clean and and blah 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 and it's just kind of like okay but like I mean that's a it's a good point like you I feel like she was basically pressured into letting her sister stay in her house by her parents which I mean we all have probably been there where our parents have pressured us to do something for our siblings (laughs) and it's just kind of question like why the fuck can't they stay with you that's your child exactly listen listen if my parents ever called me and were like let big head stay with you i would be all like why can't he come live with (laughs) y'all i live in an apartment (laughs) i ain't got no room i'd have all the excuses i'd be like oh you know the way my life is set up right now 
like, I got allergies. I got allergies. can't stay here. I got allergies. I can't stay here. They would be like, he don't even have a dog. And I'd be all like, he is a dog. So he can't stay here. <laughs> Just sorry. But like, I mean, she was probably pressured into letting that her sister stay. And she should have put her foot down and be like, this negress has never even given me a hello. Uh, how you Yeah. Know? Oh, okay. And the sister stayed in there for, according to the story, for seven months. Yeah. That's no, the longest it, time. Hold on, that's the this this cracker, this little saltine. <sighs> saltine, bitch. After the first like couple months, I probably would have been annoyed. So you just gonna eat my food, sleep in my house, fucking play with the baby, but not change a diaper for, for bitch and take my internet, my little shitty ass internet I got. <laughs> Cox internet that we don't have a choice on that I pay for. That's you got to yeah. go. You gonna take. You gotta do something. And, and the thing is, like, why the fuck she fuck up in, like in her life that long? Like, okay, we've all had times where like shit fucked up or you're in transition. But right. seven months? Are you on drugs? Yeah. <laughs> is it heroin? You don't have savings. Like, you don't have a job because even with stable employment, you get those first two paychecks. Okay, maybe two three months max. But seven? That's that's over half a year. True. yeah i mean it's kind of messed up i mean i can't really imagine myself like going over to stewie's house thinking i'm gonna stay with you for seven months because i lost my job and like i'm not gonna help out with munchie or boosie that you have here i'm just gonna let him stay same thing if i was a uh, store up on your doorstep like seven months i ain't gonna do sh- i'm on drugs kick me out i need rehab <laughs> she, she told you kick her out i'm probably on crack cocaine or something <laughs> I guess especially with how our family works I mean you have to cook or clean or something because I'm thinking at least I'm gonna if I'm gonna be staying in someone's house I'm gonna be following their rules you know not in my house I have house rules so I think probably if you every time that happened you need to establish the house rules exactly yeah but um girl I mean I don't blame you for kicking that girl out but like yeah you should have just been like either you do this 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 or you need to you can go you can go to mama and daddy and cry bye yeah or her adult children because it yeah. says that she has adult children so she wait a second she has adult children yeah like she's widowed with adult children the yeah. sister the has older sister don't since... live with her yeah so the older why the fuck are you coming to stay with me then <laughs> I forgot about that as well yeah why, but they why? live in like different cities okay so. get you as a plane ticket I'll even help you here's a loan here's a couple hundred dollars yeah so I'm just thinking I guess that ever were to happen <laughs> in our family I'm thinking you're probably on drugs and get the fuck out of my house I think mean, you have to help with something so I'm thinking probably before I guess any exactly. have anyone like, staying for extended period of time thinking why you're here i mean i can imagine myself okay if i'm gonna go to new orleans for like grad school and i'll be staying with y'all but i'll be helping out cooking yeah, and cleaning or something or pay utility bill but yeah i don't blame her for kicking out her old sister out i know we can start off small water okay yeah I love water. Water. start off with water utility for water i'll buy some water the netflix I mean, Netflix is only $15 a month. Bitch, you can pay some $15 a month. Pay some Netflix. Yeah. 
Because I bet she's been lost her job. I'm thinking, is she trying to get another job? I mean, I understand that we're in a pandemic. No, no, no. Fuck that. Seven months. Seven fucking months. Bitch, you better go take your ass in that motherfucking Kroger. McDonald's is always hiring. (laughs) Chick-fil-A something. She ain't trying. She probably just sitting in the house. Smelling like ass, not taking baths. Not smelling like ass. That's the worst. (laughs) Not unclean. (laughs) Listen. Oh, Ashley found another one about racism. Am I an asshole for correcting my brother's blatant racism? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Before we get onto racism, one thing I forgot to mention. I know in our pre-conversation, we, 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 you know, when you're dealing with racism interracial relationships you got to ask important questions like what's your views on black people how are our kids identify that's a good point how are your family going to react to our black kids because you know none of that fuckery shit you don't want your kid being told by their auntie or uncle i'm not black i ask something else nah nigga not the way america set up don't fuck my kid up yes i'll be borning half chocolate children maybe they end up mocha i don't know if our genes yeah you never know uh you know so my my wish I'm, I'm one for one for two right now my wish is all my siblings have kids that look like me little light skin little, little light skin nappy head kids well i hope for green my kids maybe get green points. eyes because my babe Rezium, he has green eyes green eyes runs in our family hey there you go the punnett square is looking good <laughs> I mean, I hope that for you too, but just know that green eyed light skinned people are toxic. <laughs> we are toxic. I, That's our nature. I can attest to toxic. that. I have a cousin and he yeah. knows his ass is pretty and he's annoying. He's kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and he if he ever listens to this, he knows exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're just toxic. And the fucked up thing is, we know we're toxic and keep on doing toxic shit. Like, we don't mean it. Like, you know, it is what it is. And then after a while, you just stop apologizing because it's like, you should have expected this one from me. Look at me. (laughs) Yes. I'm going to get beautiful kids. And at least I'll know how to do my daughter's hair. So I'm happy about that. You you just got to be prepared for this toxic life. Like, we don't return phone calls, we ghost people. We really don't give a fuck about feelings. They oh, date you, multiple you people. Fuck you. We be extra militant. Why? Because motherfuckers always used to be like, oh, you're mixed. No, I'm not mixed. Where's your white mom? I don't have a white mom. Like, yeah, you're you're extra fucked up when you're light skinned. Which parents you white? Interesting. <laughs> We're toxic as fuck. We date multiple people at the same time. They get away with it. No problem with it. No problem. <laughs> and then justify it with you. What the fuck did you do to me? <laughs> that is what we do. We're toxic. So that's the thing you have to worry about, light-skinned kids. But continue with the interracial question. Well, I said, am I an asshole correcting my brother's blatant racism? Background. She's a 15-year-old girl who wholeheartedly believes that being racist is one of the worst things you can do. But I might be the asshole in this one. My brother, he's 17, is a usually very funny guy, but he makes a lot of racist jokes that just aren't funny. For example, he'll pick up a package of noodles in some Asian language, squinting his eyes and reading as a ching chong ling long, etc. I already now, hate the situation. this boy. Anyway, go on. 
Now the situation. My brother works at a fast food restaurant as a waiter, and he always has a tendency to try and match people's accents as a joke. Typically, English isn't their first language. He was with his family and had a hard time with English trying to get his help. And he's already being pretty rude. Like when they wanted to understand, he would just get louder to the point he was almost yelling at the people. Well, he was trying his hardest to ignore him until I heard him say under his breath, just loud enough so people can hear, if you're going to come to America, speak English. Though those people were having a hard time understanding the menu, I could I understood that. They look heartbroken. So I stood up and apologized for them on his behalf and tried to help them order. Well, my family, including my brother, said that I, an asshole, because I made him look bad and that I should never have commented on what he said because it made him look unprofessional. Plus one, the nearby families even heard and reported him to the manager so he might lose his job. He's not dependent on the job, don't worry. He still lives back at home. Mm-hmm. Um, for those asking, though, I thought that Waffle House was a fast food chain. My apologies. Update. My brother found this post and showed it to the family. On a good note, my family apparently doesn't understand the whole story or now tell my brother how out of line he really was. On a bad note, my brother's now threatening to disown me. But I guess oh. it's okay because I don't want to be known as the sister of the local racist anyway. I'm sorry, before we get to the races, Waffle House is a fast food fucking restaurant, bitch. It's, it's, it's a chain restaurant. There ain't shit the looks about Waffle House. I right. fuck with Waffle House. Yeah, yeah. Rock Nights. Right. Waffle House is not, it, if it's not a fast food chain, what is it? <laughs> I don't Can know. Imagine Nikki Ali, I'm about to take you out to eat, girl. Deluxe. <laughs> Waffle House. <laughs> I would be like, hey, <laughs> not for a first date. You can get all the hash brown topping. I'm be like, um, bye. Get whipped cream goodbye. on them waffles. I'd be like, goodbye, sir. <laughs> I don't even know if they have whipped cream on the waffles. <laughs> I thought all they got is butter. Oh my goodness. Oh, well, um, I think in she isn't unprofessional. Well, I think the brother was being unprofessional and he was being an ass. And I guess the way he kind of referred to, I'm guessing, I'm not sure what type of family it was. Could have been an Asian family, could have been a Mexican family. I'm not sure. It was really out of pocket for him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think but it all comes down to, too, like, if you black, black people can't be racist. Oh my God. <laughs> we can't. We can't. We can be discriminatory. Black people aren't racist. We can't operate systems of oppression. Like, yeah, he's a fucked up asshole, but like, he's buying in. And I've never seen a teenager work at Waffle House. I'm not trying to be mean. All I saw was like reforming white people, crystal meth people. And uh, black people that got out of jail. I've never seen a teenager work at Waffle House. So Waffle House is a rehabilitation house? Yeah. I mean, I heard like a lot of like storm surges. Yes. You can determine how bad a hurricane is by if the local Waffle House is open or not. No, like, have you ever seen a normal person work at Waffle House? I haven't. <laughs> I mean, I've seen like an old black lady, I think, in my neighborhood who's like the manager of like Waffle House. Like, and oh, I bet you also saw the crystal meth white woman. There's always that one, the crystal meth white woman. <laughs> she said there's a cast in every Waffle House. I'm going to name it for you. <laughs> and that and that dude that like the black dude that just got out of jail with tattoos and shit that don't like wear his uniform right. But he makes good eggs. After- he does. And he's always on like the fucking eggs and hash browns. 
like southern sabachi yes oh my god um because i think for me i remember and even my relationship that i did say some things that my partner found offensive so i think okay it's probably wrong of me to say that so i apologize for that so because the exact situation because we were driving Mm -hmm. and i was saying um because he said he's gonna call the neighborhood watch on me i joked and i said may i call ice on you and he found that offensive so I about to say you say neighborhood watch a black woman like that ends in death like what i mean but if you're light skinning you're toxic you'd be like apologize for what (laughs) (laughs) oh man about to say nikki come to the light skin side this is your destiny I mean, what do you mean come to the light skin? I am light skin. <laughs> like, I can't. There's no, yeah, there was no hope. In Spanish. No, you got to come to embrace it. You need I, to embrace it. The toxicity. I, I embrace. You that. are never fucking wrong. <laughs> I embrace that I'm, I'm trying to use. No, it. you are never fucking wrong. <laughs> no, th- th- good. Good is yourself. Embracing the light skin side. You are never fucking wrong. Embrace the asshole. That's coming to the light side. Come to the light, Caroline. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, it's never what's wrong with what the fuck did I do? No, motherfucker, what's wrong with you? I mean, she was very uncertain when I first met her as a kid. Like, you're my best friend. I'm thinking, okay. That's true. I was a I was a little I am kind of still a bitch, but I wasn't really a bitch when I was younger. I know I have I have to have a like off-camera conversation about like your your uh genesis of friendship because that that that's some white skin shit. That's really aggressive. Like Fuck you at the playground, brown girl, best friend. <laughs> it was actually on a bus, but <laughs> this even worse. Like, what? You got no place to escape, Belmars. No place. Belmars was sitting alone on a bus, and I was like, I'm sitting next to you, and you're my best friend now. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Belmars, you've been abused by light skinned people all your life. All you can do is like, yes. <laughs> I said I was sorry. <laughs> that makes sense. But hey, you know, you looked up. She's like, let's toxic. So we win. <laughs> so I'm guessing in this situation, is the little sister an asshole for calling out the older brother? No. No, the, the older brother's fucking retarded. And I'm <laughs> assuming that they're probably fucking right. And not only is she right, she's saving him from an ass whooping. Because he's going to be the dude on that next uh, video with that fucking hard lemonade getting his fucking twisted teas. <laughs> Oh my God, that's true. At a Waffle House. <laughs> At a Waffle House. That's right. With no, with the man in the back making the eggs. <laughs> take those, take an ass woman, go, please. That's right. Can't just be saying whatever the fuck you want right now, okay? I told my, I told my friend the other day. I was on the phone with her for hours, and we were talking about, we talked about a lot of stuff. But at some point, we were talking about like why every she was asking me like why I thought everybody kind of like was jumping on other people online like if they said something out of turn or whatever they didn't agree with people and I was like um I feel like like uh, I said I said I feel like as a society that we kind of um have gone into this over like correct like mode as a trauma response to Trump like (laughs) everybody like we spent the last four years 
with the most overtly racist problem, maybe like the most overtly racist president we've ever had in modern history. I and say, so, hold on. Hold I on. well, I said modern history. I I corrected myself. In yeah, modern, overtly. Overtly, I mean, he just he like one. Hold on, so, hold on, and that's another topic. Trump don't t- Reagan. Reagan. Oh well, that's a good point. Reagan. Reagan wins that shit. This Contra. is more beginning of like dog whistle politics. No, but he's he started the Southern strategy, Contel Pro. Mm-hmm. We're gonna say that shit wasn't overtly racist. We fucking literally pumped crack into the fucking goddamn the black community. That's true. Now we got South Park Shorty in fucking Houston. Thank you, Reagan. That's oh, that's not even to talk about the actually uh the modern day super cancer sites and certain black communities in Houston where they're like super cancer sites, like okay, because they're like a lot of toxic kids being born with like mm-hmm. leukemia, aka the people we went to school with. <laughs> <laughs> so a bunch of these black kids are being you know, born we- with <laughs> Well, a lot more people feel comfortable and emboldened, I guess, also as a response of a black man in the house. So there's a lot of things, the perfect storm of people. So that's how I'm like, yeah, Trump, like Trump is pretty fucked up, but like Reagan, nah, nigga. I'll amend my statement then. He, he was, he was, he was probably one of the most, I can say in my lifetime, because I, I wasn't alive during Reagan. So that's a good it's a it's a good modifier i think i was an embryo yeah i don't know. <laughs> she said i was probably uh, so but, was your friend white was your friend white no 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 she's she's black but she was she was she was asking me because like she i guess she felt like not like for the big stuff but she felt like when people disagreed with like topics that maybe weren't that big of a deal she was like why are other people kind of like, why are they kind of getting attacked online? And I was telling her, I'm like, I mean, if you, if something even sounds like it's remotely racist or homophobic or transphobic or whatever, and ick, I was like, people are gonna, people are gonna go after that because, like, you know, when you see it, you call it out. Like, it, it essentially is where we're at, I think, as a culture. Like, you don't, you don't want to be tolerable to intolerable people. And so you kind of like, in a way, you kind of cyber bully them. <laughs> It's like you're just kind of like you're an asshole and you deserve it (laughs) (laughs) so like that's what we were talking about so I feel like I mean that's where we are and I feel like she's a byproduct of that as a 15 year old like I feel like Gen Z is very like we're not gonna take shit so we're gonna say shit and so like I mean I feel like that's I feel like that pretty much sums up this girl's attitude and I'm, I applaud her for it. Like you, you should call out your family members. Like I, they're your family. Like who else is going to tell them, but w- without beating their ass, who else is going to tell them? <laughs> but feel, that's some, some of the things that you have to go ahead and do. You have to go ahead and correct their behavior before they go out in the world and like embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. And get there's been times like, Belmar is like even with our cuckoo brother we've called out toxic behavior and this motherfucker is like fuck you what do you call I'm big bird yeah he called me grimace oh yeah it was like fuck you but then 10 seconds later I need your money to survive (laughs) (laughs) oh okay um 
but yeah you be- and then like the whole thing where she was like oh he's gonna disown me i'm like who the fuck care? who are you i mean good i don't want to be known as the sister of the racist of the guy who said something racist to like a mexican family at waffle house right like you're not daddy more and he's probably gonna- retarded right like i'm not gonna die if you don't like tell me like if you don't say that we're related good please don't i don't <laughs> You're sound like you're Beyonce. Who are you? You're not important. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I said he got to be retarded because, like, you got to think of the employees that they hire at Waffle House. It's not like they get the best of the best. Convicted convicts, drug addicts, and retards. Sorry. Oh my God, listen. And he's 17, so he's probably retarded. Has a bunch of acne. Yeah. And a gherkin pickle that women don't want to touch. <laughs> That shit is small. <laughs> That's funny. Yes. Yeah. And I swear, it's a lot of white guys. Because I remember, like, a lot of white guys, like, when I went to school, will make those stupid type of racist jokes. Because I remember I was in physics, and one of the guys turned off the light, and we turned off the light to put on the PowerPoint. He's like, hey, where did Bell Mars go? I'm thinking... They, they should actually be glad that I was never in any of your clear classes because I would have been like, excuse me? What did you say? Because <laughs> we even argue about race and say what makes me black is my dark skin. And then I point out to another one of our co- uh, our, our classmates, friend, classmates uh-huh. and he was from India and he was darker than me. I say, wouldn't that make him black? Because he's darker than me and he has dark like, no, he's Indian. I'm thinking, but you say what makes See? me black is my dark skin. See, this that's the thing that that's the thing that like always fucks up a lot of like crazy people when we talk about racism in America. And that's why like like a lot of people that like aren't like black people that imported colorism. There's a paper on that. I could send that to y'all and y'all link that talks about colorism is the import of Caribbean culture. Yeah. But that's why it doesn't really apply in the United States because it's like dark skin that does not make people black it's lineage like who were the descendants of the slave people they didn't give a shit about dark skin because there's a lot of dark Indians that like are darker than me like even some of my Hispanic students they would say fucked up shit about black people and we would have Miss Stewie's fucking power hour and I'd be like put your skin up to mine most black people I'm lighter than but even some Latino people, I'm lighter than. And they'd be like, but you're half white. No, I'm not. I'm not. It's I white people. Black skin's running our family. I hate uh, No, they were arguing with me. They swear my mom was white. Oh, yeah. My dad was white. They didn't know which parent, but like somebody was some white. Did they- but it would, it would fuck their head up, especially when they would think about like other shit. And I'm like, nah, like my light-skinned, green-eyed, half-white grandpappy pick some fucking cotton they didn't give fuck yeah they i love when people try to argue with me about which one of my parents is white <laughs> no i also get have you ever gotten like one of them swears uh, up and down that one of your parents is hispanic or is that just me because i have because of this hair I yeah think. okay that's they, do, they do that too which one <laughs> it's usually listen they'll be like your mama's hispanic and i'm like uh, no <laughs> i just <laughs> No, it's always my mom. Everyone always thinks it's my mom. They never accuse my father of being white. <laughs> I don't know. When Belmars told me about she, I was like, oh, shit, she's from Louisiana. 
well, her people from Louisiana. We got to figure out if we're related. I think like a lot, like some places aren't as, they don't have like skin variation. It's very like black brown. Right. Mm-hmm. We're like Louisiana, it's a lot more common. Not as much depending on the circle because like I teach here and like, I think the green eyes, that's what fucks people up. But like, you know, when we found you were there, I was like, oh, the only thing that tripped me up was your last name. I was like, okay, it's not that little French. Yeah. Perdo, Pridu, Ro, Rie, Gacho, you know. We, uh, my, my mother, we'll have a conversation after this. Um, because I'm not about <laughs> to give out my mama maiden name. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but I think it does throw off with a lot of people. And it's kind of fucking sad. I think, like, that's, like, another conversation being in white spaces and being black is fucking traumatic as a child mm-hmm. whether yeah. you're in honors classes or even with your band shit like they don't even play black music and black music is essential to like music culture in america and y'all be like this little military boo boo tweet tweet fucking like this <laughs> like are you fucking serious like music you gotta feel it you want to dance and shit like that but they don't allow you to do that like it's so anti-black growing up yeah. in white spaces yeah black kid. it's terrible you, yeah. you have to essentially find your identity as an adult when you should have like kind of already been building it up as a child <laughs> yeah i think they do so much to oppress it though yeah it's, it's fucked up because like even in like my uh elective classes which are general ed it's like oh you gear shit towards athlete well shit not all black people play sports i didn't play no goddamn sports I'm 5'3". Bro, do you know how many people have come up to me and been like, did you play basketball just because I'm 5'9"? I'm like, <laughs> and I look like, like I look like I'm not white. Like, I'm like, no, I, I did not play basketball. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm about to say, you're, you're part of the tall people struggle. You know, if they didn't ask basketball, they're probably like, well, did you play volleyball? Right, yeah. No, when you say no sports, it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you've wasted all of your potential. <laughs> You're all yes, of your height. I did 23 and me, and apparently I was born to that be a That was your calling, Nikki Ali. Admit, yeah, I You're supposed to be a... I'm supposed to be in the WNBA right now. <laughs> I know, fuck this podcast. You need to get a ball in your motherfucking hand. You're supposed to be in the WNBA right now. <laughs> They're dunking on people. Yeah. No, cross the aisle. Let's go, let's go watch some YouTube videos. We can get a a goal. I know you. We can go to your parents' house. We'll practice. Fuck it. Let's live up to the potential. <laughs> my God. Oh my God. Okay. Anyway, so long story short, little girl, you're fine. Like nobody cares about your little raggedy ass brother. <laughs> In his opinion, <laughs> the end. And her family, and her top ass family, because her family decide with her brother. They're top than the fuck. Yeah, I think in, I think it's a conversation white people have being like complicit in racism. Oh. It's just a joke. It's just one thing or two. Because I remember talking with one of my white coworkers with the Black Lives Matter, and they said it would be fucked up. Like, say if you're late for work, it would be bad to like drive through some protesters. I'm thinking that's fucked up to do. That's inhumane. That, that's driving through people. Why? That's the crazy shit. Yeah. They need to be checked. 
I know that's that's the only thing I, I, I hate about like some of our thug life people that we know. I'm like black people that kill the black people. Fuck that shit. Kill the crazy white people. You <laughs> won't kill people anyways. Gang gang, blood crip, sue whoop, fucking kills kill some crazy white people. <laughs> Cause they be saying shit like this. Like, let me just bro- drive through some protesters. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, and then we kind of had like a spirited debate at work as to thinking, well, well, look at all the like damage. I mean, what about the local businesses that get hurt? I'm thinking like with Target, I really don't give a fuck about Target. It's right, Target. like Target. Like, what about it. local businesses that don't have insurance? Well, most of them are fucked up anyways. Because first of all, you're not supposed to be going to those businesses because we're in house jail. And we're supposed to be in house jail since what? When Corona went crazy in May March. or March, whatever the yeah, fuck it was. Yeah, they closed down in March. So like, oh. what the fuck are you, they're already fucked up. We're in house jail. See, that's how people tell themselves. You're part of the retards of why we can't go to motherfucking Disney. Cause you. Listen, listen, y'all don't understand, but these siblings have wanted to go to Disney. <laughs> For years. Years. And it's like the, the right family of passage if we go to Disney World or Disneyland as a family, specifically Disney World. Do you know we already have this shit pre-planned? Mm-hmm. Before COVID happens, we were supposed to start off with SeaWorld in mm-hmm. 2020, 2021, go to Disney. I even recruited my discount, aka shout out to my almost stepdad. Um, but we we had a plan. But no, stupid retards don't want to put on a motherfucking mask and sit the down if they have symptoms they want to be like oh i have symptoms and i'm gonna go to the grocery store no fuck you it's the reason why you have to wear two masks now and people still fight about the mask like it's against my rights my body my choice i feel that belmar and nikki ali y'all y'all live in a special place because when they tried to fight nina hildago i'm like yeah yeah, we know mass stop transmission. I mean, there was a study that showed that white people are less likely to wear masks over other people. They said maybe because, you know, with black people are more likely to wear masks because there's a sense of community. So I'm thinking, okay, I don't want my grandma to die of COVID or anyone else in my community since I live with people that's over the age of 60. Whereas like white people, they're more individualistic and thinking, okay, I'm just going to think about myself. This is really me. I have breathing problems and thinking, no, you don't. So it's frustrating. I was going to ask you uh, earlier, but we we went on too long. Uh, Stewie, if you thought that uh, African-Americans feel like they're a collectivistic culture or not. Hmm. No, I think, but here's the thing, like, I, I do think, depending on, I think it's more regional. Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. it's collectivist, like, okay. as a whole. Okay. Because, like, you take Creole New Orleans, like, they're more like, this is what we are. Um, you take other regions, this is what we are. They don't see themselves as a part of one big Black collective. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where I think that, like, that's where lineage comes in, and you start to, like, if we were to have an honest conversation about the plight of like, like even the 16, uh, 1619 project, where we start to go ahead and have conversations. Like if you tell Louisiana people, and you know, you have people in Louisiana that like, hey, the people that you didn't call Louisiana or Creole people, 
nah, they're actually in Texas. They're in South Carolina. They're in Georgia. They're in Mississippi. Like, there's a lot of slave populations that started in Louisiana that were called Creole at once, once upon a time that ended up at other places. Mm-hmm. That would probably fucking blow their goddamn mind because, you know, like, where they are regionally is, like, the end-all be-all. Yeah. So I think, like, collectively, it's not really there. I don't think that people, a lot of people, like, kind of realize how connected we are like even when you're looking at the state, state of texas like yes we have a texas like yay emancipation population we're texans 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 how many people have roots somewhere else right. like there's so like even if your roots are in texas there's so many branches that go to like Louisiana. Mm-hmm. right yeah I think just in our family alone, we have like connections in Louisiana and Texas and like a grandmother who has, I guess, more roots in Louisiana, I guess she likes to claim that she's from Texas because she was born in Texas. Hmm. Yeah, oh no, Louisiana internet got her. Stewie, <laughs> you're frozen. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, can y'all see me? Yes. <laughs> yeah. We- the Louisiana internet got you. The joys. They nabbed you. But but like think about it. Like how many people don't admit like outside the state of Alabama and Mississippi that they have roots or family in Alabama or Mississippi? Don't. True. So I think that like black connections are just more regional. Like they stick to the region and they don't want to admit like how big or expansive like and connected we are so that's probably where the 1619 project will come in it's like then we can go ahead and trace like these are where slaves were moved these are where slaves were not moved like we're all interconnected like yeah if even though you're in texas you might have family members that are related in charleston south carolina mm-hmm. even though you're from louisiana you may even have people related in haiti because that's louisiana was a whole entire another set of fuckery yeah. um so like i i think that's the big thing is like just having connectedness to your local community. But one thing I will say is like communities are different, um, especially with the mass thing, because like even me being here in uh, New Orleans, like, yes, we have the fuckery people that want to shut down burn because they're stupid. We, and just black people and white people as a whole, we do a better job of like wearing masks than like North Louisiana. When I went to Shreveport for my grandfather's funeral, it was shocking. Because like people were walking around not already having their mask on going to a store. And I was like, what the fuck? Like that does not exist out here. Like it's expected. Like granted, you still have the special people that mm-hmm. want to wear the mask below their nose or that uh, shield where you're like, no, you need a mask. But for the most part, it's like generally accepted. Even with some of the crazy white people that I know, through some of my friends, because they're like, they're like Cajun country, like Thibodeau. Homer, LaFouche. They fought the mask initially, but the motherfuckers are wearing masks now because they don't want the corona. (laughs) Yeah. So you think it could be like a rural versus urban thing? Because, you know, you live closer to people in urban areas, so you're more likely to wear masks versus in the rural area. Because I know when we went over to our to East Texas, like very few people were wearing masks. I remember we went to that. So like, oh, you know, I should be wearing a mask, but I'm fine. No, I, I think it's just regional because like New Orleans, we got like this metro, we got hit harder. So even like uh, 
Y'all have probably never heard of LaPouche. No. Y'all probably never heard of Point Barret or like, uh, well, I mean, more people heard of Thibodeau, but Homa, those type oh, of Raceland, oh. I'm pretty sure none of y'all have heard of Raceland. And like my friends are like literally some one of my friends, my best friends, like family, they're like from but fuck nowhere swampland. Like seriously, like oh my fucking god. When she asked me to go bring her something, I like want to happily kill myself. But because <laughs> it's and I'm always the only black face in a white space. So, but they wear masks now. Initially, they try to fight the government on some crazy shit. Initially, they're like, no, fuck that, the government. But they wear masks now, and that's like in the middle of Swampland, where Shreveport is one of the larger cities in St. Louisiana. They didn't wear it, so I think it's regional. And then even when you think of Houston, Houston is the fourth largest city. Why the fuck are y'all fighting Nina? We Nina Hidalgo tried to tell us like, okay, we start charging you if you don't wear a mask, and the police department said, no, we're not going to charge you with masks, and murder rates are going through the roof because people are staying home, and then Sebastian Turner got involved. It was a whole thing. There's a mess over here. (laughs) That's that's the gist. It's some fucking mess over here. Good God. I know they're fucking up my hotel reservations. I was trying to stay at the uh. The little bougie ass hotel in New or- uh in North Houston in the Woodlands that has a water slide in it. Oh water. yeah. Oh nice. Need to visit. I was gonna invite you under because you have to have a hotel reservation and then you gotta pay for the water park pass. So I was like, oh Bell Marsh, Nikki, y'all wanna come to this bougie shit? I'd yeah, already pay for it. Vacation in we gonna swim. Looking like fucking I was gonna let all my afro be in that water for Considering that hotel is like 178 at night, Ooh. I was going to invite every I, hell, I might make a fucking goddamn Facebook group. Get it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. But it's, it's just amazing. And even with all the stuff canceled, people don't want to act right. I'm like, don't you get tired of being in the house jail? Obviously not. Yeah. I wish I could be in the house jail, but I'm an essential worker. Wish I get paid more for doing it. But how are your COVID shots going? Uh, you, so far, one Ali, of my coworkers you the energy got it. Industry, right? Two? Mm-hmm. Nikki Ali, you think you switched to the energy, like energy, doing like energy promotion and PR? No, so I work for like the government <laughs> kind of. Uh, I work for a government agency, so like we're not we're not first on like the the vaccine. But you're the government. So we, I've been working from home this entire time. I got my job in COVID, and I like have been. I've not met any of my coworkers face to face ever. So. It's been an interesting ride, but no, we're we're probably not going to get the vaccine until everybody else gets the vaccine. Yeah, but you're essential, so you might get it before other people. Don't worry. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, I mean, one of my coworkers got it, but then again, I think he. I know I'm supposedly it. supposed to get my vaccine. How? Because I think he. I'm not sure how old he is, but I do know he smokes. I'm about to lie. I, I, I told somebody I'm about to lie and smoke some cigarettes this week. <laughs> she said, I'm going to buy evidence. I'm going to make it seem like I did. She's like, I'm going to just like light them and not even smoke them. And just like. <laughs> yes, like. 
I know. I don't even know how to smoke. I'm just gonna hold it in my mouth. Like hold it. Just like what? Take with a the ash doll. You know how <laughs> black grandma, some black grandmas used to be with that like cigarette shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the little lighters and a little coin purse. Yes. That's scary. Yes. You know what? Oh, you know what? Because I, I, I'm, I'm supposed to be on level one B, but you know, we'll see. People are fucking around, bro. Because uh, this COVID crap is like especially reopening re- up the schools has been a shit show. Like they closed down, they reopened the schools because the rates went down. But I have more kids infected now than in the past. Like yeah. before Christmas break, I had zero. Right now, I legit out of twenty five kids. I- I have like five with COVID. It's out. So it's like, it's apparent that their parents aren't reporting it or like some of the stuff with CDC is not happening. And then not only that, uh, the CDC has decided to increase their kids in the classroom. So now we can have up to 30. No, that's a, that's a no. That's a no. Wonderful. That's a no. There's already way too many kids in a classroom as it is. Like why? Yeah, there's no such thing as six feet. Jesus yeah, Christ. and then kids like to fuck around. You want to like try math? math. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, uh, or even food, and oh, they don't want to keep the mask on. <laughs> so I have to go to be like, I'm a fucking duck from your grave if you take that goddamn mask off. Oh or if they wear like this under their nose. Oh no, that's what they do, especially my little sped students. Like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> all right uh oh let's wrap it up because like this this my audio is gonna be like three hours and 15 minutes long. <laughs> um all right thank you so much for coming stewie um thank you for answering all of our questions hopefully they help people um i'm gonna try to look up some of the books that you talked about like during your answers and like provide them for people to like look up and read or whatever um but yes thank you so much for coming um i'll give you the links uh some of the uh i'll give you links to uh sandry darity's report uh from duke he Mm -hmm. is the foremost expert on uh racial reparations and like racial disparities in economics once again at duke at like itt tech university of phoenix he's at duke so i'll give you a link to his book uh give you a link to Derek Hamilton that's another person uh that has researched it um and then I can actually drop I have to pull up my Kindle I can actually drop you the book of economics of slavery that quantifies how much slave labor was worth because people don't think that you can quantify it I'm like no it's 33 times the regular rate of labor not like 50 33 that's fucking mind-blowing 33 times yeah that's how valuable one slave that's not even talking about like special slaves that's like regular slave so like regular yeah 10 year old girl boom 33 times the regular price of labor child labor laws yeah no god damn yeah yeah we're excited to get that uh we're excited for that but that that concludes the episode belmars you have anything to to wrap it up with there yes yeah, so i actually recently learned that the paper part of a hershey's kiss 
It's called a niggly wiggly. That seems racist. That does. <laughs> Sounds like a racist knockoff of a wig, uh, piggly wiggly. wiggly. Like, oh, hey, grandbaby, can you go down to the niggly wigglies and pick me up some stuff? Where all of the spices are, because you know we're white and we don't. <laughs> we don't get spices. <laughs> Hold on, you got to get that extra. Uh, Nikki Ali, get that extra white. White. That extra W. White. White. <laughs> white cake. <laughs> white cake. Um. Yeah. No, I don't have. Everybody wear your masks. Um, because you're ruining Stewie's life and <laughs> follow your protocols. Get your vaccines. Um. And have be safe out there. Follow us on social media. Belmars is um at lady, lady underscore blur ninety four on my Instagram. Belinda dot Mars twenty five forty five on my Snapchat. I really don't post much in Snapchat. Maybe I might be doing an art project or whatever. But uh, see what I'm up to. And still, you want to pimp out your social media? Are you good? Hey, the definition of perfection. P R H O. Cause I'm a S Q bro, F E C T I O N three. Cause I was a trade club. Next thing, ladies, see, don't just get that shit, people. That's depressing. <laughs> and then, like, you know, even with your family members, just know your family can be toxic too. Cigar decorum. Okay. Slash life, light skin people are toxic. You're making me look bad. All right, um, follow me on uh, at Nikki Alley Muse on uh, Twitter, the cesspool of darkness, and <laughs> and at Nikki Alley G on Instagram, that place where all the models go. And uh, yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you next week where we're gonna talk about fucking relationships. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> fun times yeah it was a fun time all right guys